1: Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano.
0: Today is Thursday. It is March 17, St. Patrick's Day. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Authorities say a Philadelphia man who was shot and killed during a street fight was pickpocketed by two people who walked by shortly after the deadly shooting. Oh. Right? This is like, I read this, I was like, Wow! they Officers- going
0: through it. Uh, did he die?
2: He did die, but he, he wasn't dead then. Oh, my God. Come Officers on, from the Philadelphia Police Department were called to the 700 block of Luzerne Street at 630 Tuesday for reports of a gunshot. Chief Inspector Scott Small said a 38-year-old man was near the corner of 8th and Luzerne when he got into a fight with another man. During the fight, uh, the... During the fight, another person pulled out a gun from his waistband and shot the victim several times. According to investigators, at least eight shots were fired during the shooting. Three hit the victim in his chest. The man got into a Dodge Charger and fled the scene. Now, shortly after the shooting, Small said a man and a woman who were walking by pickpocketed the gravely wounded victim. The man took a, uh, a gun that was still clutched in the victim's hand and went through his pockets. Small said investigators believe they have identified the woman by using nearby surveillance cameras that captured the entire deadly shooting. Officers from the Philadelphia Police Department soon arrived on scene and rushed the man to Temple University Hospital where he died. Small said the man's last known address is one block away from where he was killed. Fox News correspondent Benjamin Hall, who was injured this week while covering the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine when the vehicle he was traveling in came under attack, is alert and in good spirits, the network announced on Wednesday. Hall was wounded in the same attack outside uh, of Kiev that took the lives of a Fox News cameraman and journalist. Fox News Media CEO Sue Suzanne Scott updated staffers about Hall's condition in an internal memo. And Bill Hemmer informed viewers shortly afterwards on Wednesday morning. Hemmer mentioned that Hall's seven-year wedding anniversary is coming up this summer and he has three young daughters. It's been a couple of heavy days around here, so this is a dose of good news for Ben, Hemmer said. The entire media world continues to mourn Sasha and Pierre, the reporter and cameraman, who were killed in the same attack.
3: It's not without precedent. There have been, you know, journalists and, and cameramen and people in these war-torn areas uh, getting killed. Who's the ABC reporter? Who had the- it's Bob Woodruff. Yeah. yeah Tremendous. Bad, bad head him. injury. Head <sighs> injury, yeah. Yep.
2: Sasha was just 24 years old and was serving as a consultant, helping crews navigate uh, in the surrounding area while gathering information and speaking to sources. Pierre, a Fox News legend who covered nearly every international story during his uh, story tenure, was only 55 years old. He left behind his wife, Michelle. Gas prices in the Delaware Valley continue to hover around $4 per gallon, uh, which has forced some people to seek alternative forms of travel to relieve the pain inflicted uh, at the pump. Cars aren't the only thing going electric. Electric bikes have have also exploded in popularity since gas prices uh, spiked to a record setting $4.43 per gallon. Uh, the bikes have a range of 40 to 50 miles per hour on a single charge and retail for about $1,500. According to AAA, the average cost.
0: 40 to 50 miles per hour?
2: Uh, I think that they can go 40 to 50 miles. Yeah, not per hour. That's hour? Yeah, you said oh, 40 sorry. to 50
3: miles per hour. I'm like. That's a motorcycle.
2: Yeah. That's all
4: it has.
3: I was looking at... the. Uh, I've been asking you about these. I know yeah, you but... rode one in case... I, I know you have as well, and I've been kind of flirting with the notion. I, They're fun. I think I'm going to follow through, but there's now there's... You know, there's like all these new competitor brands. I got to mm-hmm. check those out. Yeah.
2: So according to AAA, the average cost of a gallon of regular gasoline in Pennsylvania costs drivers $4.39. In neighboring New Jersey, drivers are paying $4.29. The average owner of a full-size SUV is spending about $110 more each month on fuel uh, than this time last year. Kelly Blue Book says even owners of compact cars are paying $60 more monthly on average. You know what
3: I did this morning for the first time? I filled up my tank with Five Alive. Okay. And oh. I wanted to see uh-huh. what? You didn't go with Sunny Day. No. Wow. no. No, no. Uh, because I figured that would that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I'm going to see how it pans it out. It is I'll ridiculous. You know. I, yeah. I
2: paid um, almost $5 yesterday per mm. gallon to fill up my tank. I was like, oh, my God. I, this is the first time really where I'm like, do I need to drive to Target? Maybe <laughs> <Right>? I'll stay <laughs> home.
3: Yeah, that's like, well, that's like a heroin addict saying, do I need heroin <laughs> today? Do I need to go to Target?
2: Gas-powered scooters can get a full tank for just $4. Mm. In sports this morning. The Sixers beat the Cavaliers yeah! last night in Cleveland yeah, on yeah, Joel Embiid's birthday. Yeah.
4: They
2: did it! Embiid had 35 points and 17 rebounds. James Harden scored 21 points and added 11 assists, and the Sixers won 118 to 114. They did it! Gibb was a game time decision because of a sore back but showed no signs of injury on his 28th birthday.
5: The, lo- the long one gets me sometimes. He yeah. shot
2: 13 of 19 from the field and was 8 of 10 from the foul line while they end- did it five assists in 35 minutes. The Sixers are back home tomorrow night to host the Dallas Mavericks. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. The Flyers return to action tonight when they'll host the
4: Nashville
2: Predators in what will be Claude Drew's 1,000th game with the franchise. He did do it. A pregame ceremony will take place at 7 o'clock and the puck is set to drop at 7.15. Fans are encouraged to arrive early. Kyle Schwarber will be signing with the Phillies. The twenty nine-year-old is expected to play left field for the Phils and can bat anywhere from leadoff to the middle of the order. He hit 266 and 32 homers and 71 RBIs with Washington and Boston last season. He also helped the Chicago Cubs win a World Series in 2016 and has hit more than 30 home runs three times in his career. And finally, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, who teamed together for 20 NFL seasons in the broadcast booth, signed multi-year agreements mm. to join ESPN as the new voices of Monday Night Football.
3: Wow!
6: The
2: duo, who both have been inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame will also contribute content to ESPN. This year, Buck and Aikman will match the legendary broadcasting duo of Pat Summerall and John Madden with their 21st season together in the booth. And that's what I have for you this morning. I wonder
0: if Joe is one of our fellow Radio Hall of Fame members. I know his dad, Jack Buck, is because yeah. I grew up listening to him and I did see him in the uh, uh, in the hallowed halls when we were in Chicago. I'll have to look into that. You'd have to imagine, there. right? When, uh, it, it depends on how long his radio yeah. career was. When right. Joe
5: made the announcement yesterday, he was doing it in front of a photo of his dad and he, he He paid homage to his father and said that he used to go to Monday Night Football games and listen to his dad in the radio booth Mm. uh, growing up. And so he has special memories of Monday Night Football from his childhood, you know, watching his dad in the booth. That's cool. I like
0: it. All right, well, welcome, friend. Uh, It's Thursday. It's St. Patrick's Day. We have a lot of stuff going on today. We have several guests that will be joining us program. We're going to talk to Jay Wright today. You You got round one of the NCAA tourney happening. And Friday, tomorrow, uh, Villanova is playing uh, University of Delaware. And those are the only two horses, local horses, in the yeah. race. Yeah. Uh, that's, so i have one after yeah. Friday. Right, that's yeah. it. <laughs> uh, but we'll talk to Jay and see how he's doing. Always great conversation with yeah. the coach. So that'll be in the 8 o'clock hour. Also in the 8 o'clock hour, uh, a quick uh, check-in with a guy. I got an email out of nowhere uh, from a gentleman that we met when we were broadcasting live in Ireland. Uh, 21 years ago. Oh 21 gosh. years ago. Uh, yeah, and, uh, Ugh. it was, we were in a little town called Newcastle West, and it was with, uh, Guinness, and we were uh, at a pub, and, and, uh, he was a really nice kid, and, uh, uh, he reached out to me. He's like, hey, it's been 21 years since we did that broadcast. <laughs> he's like, you want me to check in with you on, on as he calls it, Patty's Day? Yes. And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to do a little Zoom with this guy. His name is Enda Caldwell. And we'll just get a uh, little love from the motherland. An authentic taste of Ireland. On St. Patty's Day. So that'll be in the 8 o'clock hour as well. And then we have Gail Kim, wife of our buddy, um, oh my God, why Robert me? Irvine, Robert Irvine, right, good Lord, best Where's, friend. I don't have these names written down. And I've, <laughs> I've, I've got actually, I have a ton of names on this list. Robert slipped my mind for a moment, but, uh, impact wrestling is in South Philly for the South Philly showdown, uh, tomorrow. And so Gail is a part of that and she's going to stop by today. So we'll say hi to her. And then we have some charity mentions that are taking place through the course of the morning. So some really cool events that you can attend. We'll get to all of that as well. And at some point this morning, we'll give away our final pair of tickets for uh, the catered suite that we will have tonight for Claude Giroux's 1000th game as a flyer. So you'll want to stick around and uh, maybe win a chance to go to the event tonight. It's going to be historic. Hockey game, St. Patrick's Day, a mm-hmm. big event taking place. That'd at be pretty cool. I, I am. And you'll be registered to win an autographed Claude Giroux Flyers jersey as well. So some good stuff. Oh, and I think we're gonna we're gonna play a contest. We may play a contest early mm. this morning in honor of St. Patrick's Day. Uh, so hang in there. A bunch coming up, including the
7: entertainment report with a super question that is next. Stay there. We'll be right back. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes. You guessed it, weekly. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Stupid question. We're going to give away a $50 bonefish grill gift card. And the question I'm going to ask you is this. What country held the very first St. Patrick's Day parade? Mm -hmm. Like the official parade? 215-263-WMMR. It's not Ireland. I'll tell you that. What country held the first St. Patrick's Day parade? 215-263-WMMR.
2: I forgot to Green,
0: You did, didn't Completely you? Completely
2: forgot. And I even commented on Casey's green and didn't realize why he was wearing it until right now. Until
0: just now? Well, right now. Okay. Well, I- it's all right. There's green on your phone. I can see dum it right dum. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get to wear my awesome Guinness jersey every, uh, every St.
3: Patrick's Day, so I love it. It's great. I wish I had one.
0: Today is Thursday, March 17th. We'll go some birthdays today and a very Irish name to begin our birthdays. Patrick Duffy celebrates a birthday today. Only you know him from Dallas, not in, uh, anything in Ireland, but uh, I would assume he's Irish with a name like Patrick Duffy. Yeah. It's got
3: to be, right? right? Uh, so, yeah, he is 73 years old today. He's great. We, one of our favorite guests, we had him on the show.
0: And has a permanent parking spot at the headquarters of South Park. <laughs> That's right, yeah. For some reason or another. Years ago, they just set aside a spot for him, and that never changed. Matt and Trey love
3: Patrick <laughs> Duffy.
0: So he was is- with
3: the sitcom with uh, Suzanne Somers. What was that? Step by Step by
0: Step. Step by Step, by step. By step. yeah. yeah. Yep. 73 today. All right,
3: actor Kurt
0: Russell. Has Love his birthday today? Yes, he's fantastic. Ego, uh, yep. Ego in Guardians Two. Snake Plissken, um, correct from Escape from New York. Um, Rudy See? from Used Cars. Okay, that's great. Is one of
3: Stephen I's favorite comedies. It's awesome. And uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. Is he Tango or Cash? Uh God. I think he is Tango. tango. Or
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> he's Cash. St- Stallone's character was obsessed with money because okay. he was into investing and all this stuff. But I right. remember, ironically, his name was not Cash; it was the other guy. Okay, so but you could look it up and just yes, Google it, just <laughs> check on it. But he I was he was Cash. Okay, so yes, yes Kurt Russell was Cash. Um, and also, let's not forget, he was in Miracle. Yeah. I uh, played Herb uh, in uh, Miracle, was fantastic in that. So he is uh, 71. Will you?
4: Yes. 71 years old. Will you?
3: That's investing advice for you.
4: Yeah. Will you?
3: Will you? Is up 20 points. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think you should invest in. Will you? <laughs> uh, Kurt is seventy-one. Uh, the great Gary Sinise has his birthday as well today. Lieutenant yeah. Dan,
6: ice cream. That's um available on Netflix or uh, Amazon Prime right now. Just you know for for you know for viewers. free for free. Yeah, streaming service. Yeah, when it's not on TV, fourteen hundred times generally. Same with Apollo thirteen. Apollo
0: thirteen, which is one I almost never pass by when it's on. Yeah. You just know you're going for a great film. Uh, Gary Sinise is 67 today Uh, Actress Vicki Lewis, I had to look her up And and I know who she is And you know what, I get her mixed up with Kathy Griffin sometimes Because she's small, redhead uh, And comedic actress News radio, she was a cast member on there Sarcastic And former longtime partner of Nick Nolte That's right Uh, She is 62 today
3: You wanna go out next to (laughs) me? No, I, I don't like going out with you anymore
0: The great Rob Lowe celebrates his birthday today as well. He turns fifty-eight years
3: old. Who knew back then that Rob Lowe would be comedically adept? He is, and and uh, case we love the show The Grinder. Oh my God, man! Uh, I can't believe it went away. Such a funny show. He played a he played an attorney. He played an actor who played an attorney who actually decided to become an attorney after his show was canceled, right? And had no legal understanding at all, other than what he picked up during the show. Was he, uh wait, uh, what show was that on? The Grinder. The Grinder. Yeah, okay. and Fred right. Savage was his, uh, uh I guess, a family member. Was he on, who played a, uh, a character named Bob Loblaw? Oh,
5: that was uh, Scott Paye. <laughs> that was Scott Paye. <laughs> on uh, Arrested Development. Arrested Development, okay. Yeah, he had a law blog.
0: Uh law blog from Rob Blah Blog. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh so Rob, by the way, I and I and I need to go back someday because a guilty pleasure movie of mine, and I'm sure that it does not stand up at all, uh, is Oxford Blues, if you oh, remember. It's been years since I've seen that. Where he's a rower, he's yeah. in a skull. Oh, he's yeah. in a skull and uh he goes to Oxford University. And he's blue. Ends up there kind of accidental. Uh, accidentally, but, um, yeah, Rob Lowe is, uh, 58 today. you? Really? <laughs> uh, Patty Boyd, ex-wife of both George Harrison and Eric Clapton. Uh, she turned 78 years old. The, the song Layla was written for her. It uh, Eric Clapton was trying to win her over and he wrote that song about her and called it Layla.
3: I don't remember, and I don't think it ever did, create ill will between them, did no, it? No, not at all. They
0: were great friends. Yeah. They were, they were. Even they though were that was going on? Very good friends, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh it's also Billy Corgan's birthday hey! today hey! uh is Billy turns vampire. uh <laughs> that all we're getting <laughs> The world is a vampire uh he is <gasps> He is 55 today is? <laughs> one more time let's let's put those two together okay
8: the world is a vampire will <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs>
0: works.
4: Yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: It works. Smashing stallones. Uh, so Billy is fifty-five today and also a former member of Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Melissa Oftumar, who played bass or a couple of bassists the world in the band. Will you <laughs> Uh, and she was also in the band Hole as well. So she turns fifty years old. Uh, musician John Sebastian of the Lovin' Spoonful. Wow, is seventy eight. Do you believe in magic? <laughs>
7: yeah,
0: magic. But he also didn't he also do Welcome Back, Copy. Yes, he did. Yeah, he. Oh. That was
1: yep. city,
0: uh, great musician. Uh, he turns seventy eight years old today. Uh, Mia Hamm, the U.S. women's soccer star. It's a milestone birthday for her. She is 50 years old. I today. saw an interview
6: with her
3: brother, Prest.
6: <laughs> Prest Hamm? Hamm. <laughs> hey, what's Prest Hamm with a fart, by any chance? Is there, there's there got to be a name for that, right?
3: <sighs> I don't know. That's for bigger, greater minds than my own.
6: Well, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the, um, exactly. the rusty trombonist with a fart is a Dizzy Gillespie. Okay. Is that right? Yes. Huh. Uh, I don't I know. I know they were
3: covering it on 60 Minutes. Are yeah. they? Why do you take tomorrow Tonight off and on 60 do some minutes, research? What if you're doing pressed ham and you fart? What would you call that? We have the solution.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they should do an investigative report on that for sure. Uh, so uh, it's Mia Ham's birthday today. She's 50. Uh, Rob Kardashian from uh, Keeping Up with Where? the Kardashians. <laughs> Is uh, 35. That
6: poor, poor guy. Listen, I didn't watch many Kardashians, but they were like, hey, hey, how about try try socks? And then they were like, Uh, you know what? How about, how about, how about you? Okay, here's a chainsaw and some wood. You're going to be, you're going to be a wood carver with chainsaw." But beyond that, the whole Black China thing,
0: when that was was going, that was just a terrible program. Just terrible.
3: I couldn't, I mean, I, I, I love childhood diseases more than I love that show. (laughs) Oh my God, wow. the, The, it was so painful and he was yeah. so a non-entity uh, to be the least talented of that family says a lot but the thing is nothing is struck for him and uh you know they're they're all te- either billionaires or teetering on that yeah like a billion yeah like yeah. a billion and they uh
6: it was
7: like a billion
0: and and they it, no matter what they do it seems it like they have, they work. run into no no matter what the other ones do they run into success yes you're Rob right just can't fall into a puddle of, uh, of money at all. Yeah, well, he's so, got it's good to have a rich
3: family then if yeah. you're not able to get successful yourself.
0: Yep, so he's 35 and the last what birthday. You- actor John Boyega, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, oh, yeah. and uh, The Last Jedi. Uh,
4: there's
3: a, there's a, the first time I saw him was in a, a, a horror movie that's actually a science fiction movie called Attack the Block. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's a British movie, and um, their accents, I don't know from what part of England they're supposed to be, but their accents are so thick. Oh, really? That even though it's in English, I'm like, what the hell are they saying? It's very hard to pick yeah. up on.
0: Uh, what was his character's name in Star Wars? Finn. that Finn, right? Finn. Finn. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Yep. So F- he F- is, something is something or other. Preston. <clears throat> Preston. Thirty Not today. Something. All right. We'll <laughs> see if somebody knows the answer to this question. What country <laughs> held the first St. Patrick's Day parade? And we'll go to Jay. Hey, Jay. Good morning.
9: Hey. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank
0: you, Jay. All right. Who had the first St. Patrick's Day? What country?
9: We did. USA. He's correct, yeah.
0: Yep. Jay, hang on. We're going to give you a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Seafood specialties take the spotlight at Bonefish Grill with Angler's Catch returning every Friday. Starring tempura style, hand-battered crispy cod, and panko-battered jumbo shrimp. Or you
3: can try the
0: seasonal Rockefeller butterfish or the Baja Scallops and Shrimp Scampi pasta and you can visit BonefishGrill.com for Is all the details. New York
3: having their Saint Patrick's Day. They usually have it on Saint Patrick's Day. I don't know. I would think so. Yeah. I don't care about uh, Chicago. Chicago does a big one,
0: really yeah. big one. Right. Yeah. They've died, that- they've already dyed the river green. They did that a few days ago. So
3: it's gotta be good for the river. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh and appeals court ordered former Empire actor Jesse Smollett. To be released from the Cook County Jail uh, today, yesterday, actually. Yeah, got uh, out. he was just uh, seven days into his 150 day sentence for allegedly
3: faking a hate crime. He came out a hard man, Preston. <laughs> the
0: justices ruled two to one pending the appeal of his conviction and on the basis that he posts a $150,000 bond. The justices did not explain their decision. Uh, Smollett's attorney, uh, Ninye Uche, uh, argued that Smollett was subject to threats and could face harm while in prison. After he was originally sentenced, he had said, I am not suicidal, and if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it myself, and you must all know that.
3: He was laying the groundwork, as yes. you said. This is all part of the deal. His Obviously, his legal representation convinced him that this is the act you need to do. The thing that I heard them say is that the amount of time he would be in jail, uh, um, uh, this... <laughs> The process to wait for the appeal would is, would exceed the amount of time he was going to be in jail. Okay. So, and for some reason, they said, okay, we'll take, in other words, he would have already served the time while they were deciding whether or not he should have served the time. Okay. And so that's the issue here.
0: But if he does indeed have to serve the then time, then they will the, send him back right. to it. Right, right, right. So, yeah. uh, fans thought they spotted Kim Kardashian's name tattooed on Pete's. T. Davidson recently, but it turns out there is more to that story. It's Rob Kardashian, right? (laughs) No. No? Kim told Ellen DeGeneres on Wednesday that her name is
3: actually branded on his chest. Oh,
4: Oh. Oh. my goodness.
3: He's going going through a multi-year process to remove tattoo mistakes that he freely admits he he rushes into these things when you get branded. How do you
0: reverse a branding? I would imagine you'd need plastic surgery. I would imagine you'd have to get a skin graft or something like that to Completely, oh, yeah. I know that I may be totally wrong, but I got to imagine it's a lot more involved than uh, breaking up some ink in your skin.
3: There was a friend of mine growing up, African American gentleman who 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 branded, who had branded himself a couple of times on his arms. He actually did a good job, but holy hell! Was it for a fraternity? Because that's um, <sighs> maybe it was case. Yeah, but but he, he uh,
6: did I he forget...
2: work at Yellowstone?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. My um my buddy, I he didn't necessarily. Mean to quote unquote brand himself, <laughs> but he and his friends they well, took a quarter oh. and they lit this thing up with like a, a blowtorch and they each like burned themselves. They weren't Jeez, like this, this they were like, hey, we're in the club, yeah. you know. They were like, hey, let's see how bad this hurts. And he still to this, I mean, it's sure. been twenty some odd years later. Permanent scar, permanent.
0: Yeah, kind uh, of broken. My, my friends used to do uh, what they call bull burns. Oh, jeez. So you get that. You get a, a smoking pot. You get oh, the, yeah. the bowl, the round bowl at the end there. I mean,
6: red hot. Yeah. And then just go Psh, to somebody.
0: Oh. Yeah, not cool. No. Not cool at no. all. No. no.
6: I did not participate in that. There's no. a, I don't there's, like that. There's a great joke you play with your friends when you light a match and you say, hey, have you ever seen a match burn twice? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they say no. And then you blow it out and then you burn Stick them. Stick it on their skin. See, ha! I <laughs> burned you. Hurt right, you. So
0: she said, "Yeah, it isn't a tattoo. It's actually a branding." This is Kim saying this. She mm. said, "Revealed that uh, her name was in fact burned into her boyfriend's skin."
2: I mean, don't they know at this point that like it's not going to last?
0: <laughs> Come right,
2: right. <laughs> it's been so it's many. Not, of
0: these. It's not. It's not as cute as, as as you may see this. You know, the
3: Kanye didn't last. This is not going to last. The memory is not going to last. So so if you're in the French Foreign Legion or you're (laughs) a Navy SEAL or you do something that is always something that for the rest of your life you want to remember and you do that through uh, through this branding or a tattoo – but these kind of relationships, I mean, come on. this is what you do? Like if there's a radio show you love and you right. want to get that right. tattooed on you. That
0: makes That's sense. A tattoo. That's a yeah. That's not branding. Yeah. I know. Oh, we should do... Uh, branding? Oh, God. Branding Tuesday. I can't oh, think of it. There's no alliteration to it. Let's do it at Keenan's. Uh, okay, we can do that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so anyhow, uh, she had said... Um, he uh, Davidson wanted something more permanent, oh, since no. he's in the process of getting rid of his arm tats and his neck tats.
3: How long does it take for a branding to? <clears throat> I mean, I assume it's a couple of weeks. Of putting scar bandages
6: up. on, yeah, it's, yeah. You, you got to put creams. And it's got to heal, it. yeah.
3: So uh, she shared
0: that Davidson got some tattoos in honor of her as well. Uh, she said he has a few tattoos, a few cute ones that he got. My favorite one it says, "My girl is a lawyer." And that one's really cute. So he's getting more tattoos, probably just in places that won't impact, like, movie roles and things like that, I guess.
3: I mean, I, I, you know, I was looking at uh, um, uh, Zoe Kravitz. She was on SNL, and she's got tons of little tattoos Mm -hmm. on her arms. And she's a a beautiful woman, obviously. But um, every time they do a role, they've got to cover that stuff, you know? And I like tattoos. I I do. But it's just when you're... When you're doing them all willy nilly like this, again, when it looks like a, like you stuck stuff on a refrigerator and a
6: relationship, it's not a good look.
0: don't do the, the the fresh relationship, especially with the Kardashian branding. Okay. I know.
6: So I follow on Instagram Sucky Tattoos, and it, it's great. But they had a a, um, a video yesterday where this dude shows up and he wants to get a new tattoo, uh, and it's basically of his, of his girlfriend. Her, her name. But every single time they cut back to him, he's morphing slower into a clown. So he's like, hey, you know, so at one point he's, you know, he's got this giant bow tie. And then they're talking to the tattoo artist. You know, how long you been seeing her? Six months. And then he's he's got got a red nose. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's really, really good. But, you know, listen, it's maybe the relationship won't last very long. But like I said, the memories will be there forever. So whether you I'm just trying to I don't know what I'm trying to (laughs) do. I'm going to move on.
0: <laughs> Kanye West. I have to sit down. Oh, I am sitting down.
6: Uh, trying to rationalize it. Kanye
0: Listen. has been temporarily put on Instagram timeout after apparently violating the company's policies. Uh, content from his account. At, there you at, go. Yeah, thank you. At Kanye West has been uh, deleted for violating policies on hate speech, bullying, and harassment. Earlier in the day, he had reportedly posted a photo of comedian Trevor Noah and captioned it with racial slurs. Noah had discussed the ongoing fallout surrounding divorce from Kim in the uh, segment on The Daily Show on Tuesday night. In it, Noah encouraged fans to not make jokes about the situation. He said it spun into a story that seems fully tabloid, but I think deserves a little more awareness from the general public. And I know everyone thinks it's a big uh, mar- uh, marketing stunt. Noah said uh, th- two things can be true. Kim likes publicity. Kim is also being harassed, and those things can be happening at the same time. Uh, so, Instagram, uh, uh, Kanye's Instagram is also restricted from posting, commenting, and sending direct messages for 24 hours. Additional steps will be taken if he continues to follow, so not to follow Instagram community guidelines. Your first
3: strike, if you're at that level, is 24 hours? 24 hours, okay. Yeah. And then, as you, if you continue to do it, they'll impose more and more, and then eventually they can kick you off. So, anyway. occasionally as you peruse social media, whether it be TikTok or Instagram or whatever, you'll see people post about... I mean, where, where it's like a consistent thing. I know someone who's constantly being booted off of Facebook, and I'm like, is it that important to like set yeah, up like it- dummy <laughs> accounts and things? Like, is it I that know. important? I know. I mean, you know, mm. come on. Yeah, but Facebook can be.
6: Uh, sorry, I was going to jump in there. Um, yes, you so, have your hand up. I know. I know. Okay. Um, so I had a friend who was uh, given put in Facebook jail for a little bit, and it's not was, a real jail, right? No, 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 no. But uh, I don't at least I don't think it is. But it was because she was like, "Oh my gosh, I would kill my son if uh, he ever did something like that." And so she wasn't actually. So the, the algorithm thing.
3: caught it and put her in put her in jail. Yeah. Now I, I don't even know. The process seems if we're contesting these things, like you had a thing. I think we put. Was, who, who was it? There, it like, was way you, back when. Two way years.
0: In the earlier days, yeah. I had uh, a picture of my uh, or yeah, one of my kids in a bathtub or something. Yeah, like, like, like that. Yeah, like super young and not. Naked, naked, yeah. but yeah, they they had flagged it back then. So, but I don't know what the it's deal. Where is it is. goes <laughs> all right. So uh, Jeffrey Chasson, publicist to Norman Reedus, confirmed yesterday that Norman suffered a concussion on the set of The Walking Dead. Whoa. Uh, he had said uh, he's recovering well and will return to work soon. Thank you, everyone, for their concern. What caused the concussion remains unknown, but a source told Page Six it had happened on March 11th while they were filming in Georgia. <laughs> Reedus posted to Instagram the day the incident occurred, uh, promoting his new book, The Ravaged, and he has not been active on social media since. So he got a little, he got a dinger and the noggin. Frankly,
3: with all the stuff he does and all the motorcycle riding, uh, yeah. uh, you would assume he'd had it, you know, uh, 10 times already. Yep. Samuel L. Jackson and his wife uh, Latanya Richardson Jackson opened
0: up to People Magazine recently about the Pulp Fiction's actor. Pulp Fiction actors struggle with addiction. Uh, Samuel said, "I basically moved into the basement of our brownstone, and I was like the troll in the basement. And every now and then, I'd come upstairs and hover around to do something. I was addicted and being crazy." Latanya insisted that he go to rehab and even make calls for him. He said she didn't have to try to fix me. She could have just left, said, get out, left me in the world, left me to go be whatever I was going to be. Uh, now, it doesn't say in the story what he was addicted to, so I'm not sure well, what he was uh, what he was on.
6: So what I do know is that early, early on in his career, before he became Samuel L Jackson right. that we all know and love, love. before uh, he, coming to he, America. He smoked crack, man. Crack as Wow, Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was but that was back in the I obviously during the crack epidemic, but I don't know what he was addicted to most recently. Latanya added
0: that she felt compelled to help him. She said I couldn't do it. Uh, I couldn't do that because I felt as though God had spoken to me and said, "Now you can't leave this young man like this." Give him some help,
3: and then if you feel like leaving afterwards, we'll talk about it. So he's got, obviously, he's very wealthy. He's attached to a number of successful movie chains, just the Marvel stuff alone. Uh, but, you know, there was a, a um, uh, an interview with him, Preston, and he said that the group of people, the actors that he is closest to is his cast members from Hateful Eight. Oh, really? He would have figured it would have been he's spending a lot of time with the Marvel people. Right. But yeah, that's that's the group he uh, hangs out with the most. So together, he and his wife are producing the Apple
0: TV Plus series, The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray, starring Samuel as a man with Alzheimer's.
5: It just, uh, I think, just debuted. It's a Walter Mosley novel that's uh, the really highly acclaimed. Uh, by the way, you know what the L stands for in Samuel L. Jackson? No. Leroy.
0: Okay, I know that. that? I know that. Fun facts. Uh, This is uh, this is fun. People reports that at the uh, National Board of Review Gala, Will Smith told Bradley Cooper that he was beautiful during an (laughs) acceptance speech for Best Actor in King Richard. No, I mean it. He said, we all have that thing in us. We all have a dream, and it seems crazy, the thing that you want to do. I look at Bradley Cooper. I've seen pictures of him when he was young. He didn't look like this. He grew into that. (laughs) He let the dream blossom inside of him. I can't even concentrate. He's so beautiful. (laughs) Uh, Smith said, uh, later on, when when Cooper took the the podium to present the award, he said, I'm not going to forget that will uh so he sees him as a beautiful man which he is certainly
3: is do you think we'll ever get our dear friend bradley cooper back in the studio probably I, do you think we'll
0: ever speak to will smith no but no will smith is all one these that years has eluded
3: us for 20 plus years
2: and i have a contact for him and anytime i reach out they answer me but yeah. they answer with no not at this time he's okay. like, you
3: uh, we, we just for some reason he uh mm-hmm. he just will not come on this show or, no, and
2: I ha- don't think who Will Smith. Uh, just uh, d- d- I, his... I don't think it's ever like it's not ever getting to him. You know what I mean? They're just they're just filtering it before they even ask them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, someday we'll see. Maybe we can get them both in here. Wouldn't that be crazy at the same time? I mean, after all, they love each other. Oh, no, Absolutely. So, uh, according to Page Six, Amy Schumer posted a video of herself dancing topless to Instagram on Tuesday, and she wrote, "Oscar and uh, she was having a life." And B, B, th- Life and Beth Hulu fitting? What? I don't know. Whatever. What is that? She was doing a fitting, a wardrobe fitting. Oh. Uh She wrote, uh, can't oh. stop dancing. Uh, and she captioned the post referring to her lower back tattoo with the hashtags, bad tattoo, bad dancing. So she's <laughs> topless and just uh, gyrating around. She's getting so a she,
3: wardrobe fitting for the Oscars. She's getting ready
5: for that. All yeah, right. The name absolutely. of the show that she's on is called Life and Beth.
3: Ah, did not know that. Thank
0: you. Uh, despite being married to Saturday Night Live comedian Colin Jost and uh, sharing seven-month-old baby Cosmo with him, Scarlett Johansson said that she would not have dated Jost in high school. This begins the divorce. She was yeah. on the Drew Barrymore show, and she showed an audience of an old picture of Jost from his teenage years. And uh, she had asked uh, Drew Barrymore asked Would um, Drew Barrymore asked Would high school Scar Jo be into high school? Colin and she wrote she said uh no I don't think so she said personally my brother had that same haircut both of my brothers and I just can't there's no way I mean who decided on that cut as a stylish thing what hairdresser was like I'll try this uh so it was kind of almost like a, a bowl cut with uh with this uh, the part in
3: the middle I knew a couple kids that had that it to me it, it looked it, it was a goofy haircut yeah I might have had that haircut <sighs>
0: Uh, The Avengers star also commented on how timing played a role in their relationship since they met uh, a few times on the set of SNL before they got together. She said it was just the the timing was good when we met. The timing was right. He's a very, I think, acute guy. Uh, but the other times that I was there, I was in a relationship and I was not looking. This time, uh, the timing was right. He looked differently to me because I was available. So that's how they ended up. So yeah.
3: what do you do if your wife's ex was Ryan Reynolds? You know, right. That's got to be uh, yeah. That's, that's got to be tough. Yeah, that
0: does have to be tough. Uh, let me see here. Got a couple more things I can get to. Mike Myers is coming back. Uh, new. Yeah, there's a new
5: Secret Society comedy series called The Penetrative. No, no, the Pen, the what is it? It's called The Pentavlet. And, uh, it's a Pentavlet? Jo- yeah, it's a joke from So I Married an Axe Murder. He talks about uh, Colonel Sanders and the Pope and the Queen yeah. all being this uh, five most powerful people in the world. It's the secret society. This movie is based on a joke from a movie 30 years ago. Okay. And so The Pentavlet is uh, Mike Myers in several different roles, and it's him basically resuscitating this joke okay. that he told in, in, in So I Married an Axe Murder, and he made an entire movie out of it. All right, it's got it written here as
0: Pentaverit with an R, so oh, Pentaverit, perhaps,
5: yeah, okay. Uh, it's, he says it with a Scottish accent. He
0: says Pentaverit,
5: <laughs> Pentaverit, yeah, as, uh, as the dad. It's
0: mystical shenanigans, eight different characters that he will portray. So he's doing the multiple thing again. Right. Uh, and the teaser is voiced by Jeremy Irons. He's the narrator and says. Uh, in 1347, five learned men realized that the Black Plague was caused by fleas on rats. However, the church believed the plague to be God's punishment, labeling these five men heretics. So they formed a benevolent secret society to influence world events known as the Pentaveret. Uh, so, a few other people in it Ken Jong, Lydia West, uh, Keegan Michael Key. And I'm not sure when this is supposed to debut. Uh, but there's a teaser out there, so he's going to be doing another multi-character performance a la, you know, Austin
3: Powers yeah. movies. He and likes doing that. He's obviously he he was always a big fan of Peter Sellers, who did that often and he, yeah. in, in his movies. I don't know. I don't know. After, you know, uh, it'd be nice to see him get back to his old self. Uh, he's, he certainly takes uh, a lot of time between projects. What was the one that uh,
0: kind of, he tried to do that? It, it the didn't... Love, guru. love Guru? The Love Guru. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. It, did it, did totally I never gave it a second. I never even tried it.
3: It was ba- There were so many uh, Austin Powers jokes and riffs yeah. in this one. Yeah. It was, it was too much. Yeah, I hope he doesn't try to do that
0: type of formula and go, go for something a little bit different. He's a funny guy. He's a very funny yeah. guy. Yeah. So, The Batman is scheduled to land on HBO Max in late April. Deadline reports that the information was unintentionally released due to a tech glitch. (laughs) So, late April.
3: That's pretty damn soon after it went into the theaters. I'm not going to say that I'm not thrilled by that. I saw it in the theaters. I can't wait to see it again. Um, uh, But, uh, yeah, I was wondering, do they reserve the option, if it's still tearing up the box office, to say, "Eh." Let's slow the roll on this and bump it out another not No, man. I, they, they, they've already announced it. I know, but they can change things. Look look what they did with the Larry David special. The, like, yeah. the day before it was supposed to air, they totally delayed it, and they're going to reshoot it. It's their party.
0: Yeah, I don't hate this, because if if that's the case, I'm not going to go to the theater and see it. I'll wait. And yeah, three I'll hours. Be happy, happy, happy uh, to watch that at home, which is awesome. Uh, let's see here. Cruel Intentions actress Selma Blair posted a video montage to Instagram on Tuesday in honor her Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Month. Uh, she wrote that March is Multiple scler- Sclerosis Awareness Month. Uh, may we all find strength to preserve, she captioned the post. And according to Self, Blair was diagnosed back in 2018. She seems to be doing pretty decent with it.
3: The montage of shots of her, like at her worst, getting better and better and better, it is very inspiring. I mean, she's been pretty amazing throughout this whole journey. <laughs> All right, and then one last story.
0: Uh, let's go with this. The first trailer for Disney Plus's upcoming Star Wars limited series, Obi-Wan Kenobi, was nearly stolen by a young Luke Skywalker, who briefly appears in the footage being watched by Ewan McGregor's eponymous Jedi. The series, set ten years after the events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, follows Obi-Wan as he's thrown into a new adventure while keeping watch over Luke on Tatooine. Luke is a child in the series, played by actor Grant Feely, whose only other credit is an episode of Creepshow. And uh, apparently, uh, Mark Hamill... Posted and wrote, uh, Grant Feely looks like a perfect Luke Skywalker. I am wishing him all the very best. The actor added it via hashtag, "The Force is with Feely." It's, so it's. A- he's given his stamp of approval on it.
3: It a- actually, like I, like for a second, it catches you emotionally because it's you're seeing. You know the beginning because we knew he was on that planet watching over Luke. Yep. uh, And uh, now we're going to kind of get to see that.
5: And Rogue One was so good, and this takes place in that same time frame, like Rogue One, uh, the Solo movie. You know, and so there's a lot in that universe in between Episode three and four. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this.
0: Obi Wan is coming out on May 25th. By the way, all right, let's get into the clips. (laughs) So the new Netflix series, We Crashed, follows the rise and fall of WeWork, one of the world's most valuable startups, and the narcissist who made it. Uh, And in this clip, Jared Leto talks about his appreciation for his character and the storyline.
10: I have to say, you know, he's a
0: fascinating character. It's a remarkable story. And I love the idea that it's such a new Modern story
10: just happened. It's like literally we're filming things that you know, scenes that took place in 2019. So that was really unique. I've
0: never done that before. Yeah,
1: yeah, big whoop. No one cares.
0: We crash premieres on Apple TV Plus Friday.
3: Does look good?
0: Here's the next clip. A woman experiences an unexpected event and must come to terms with her past in order to find out who she is meant to become in life. And Beth, we were just talking about that. And here, Amy Schumer explains the main life lessons presented in this particular series.
10: You know, this show looks at a bunch of different evolutions, and one of those is definitely in your relationship to your mom as a human. And like forgiveness, and uh, that's that's a huge part of of the show, for sure.
0: Anyway, Life and Beth premieres on Hulu on Friday. Too much. Too much. That's it. Sorry. I didn't mean to overload you. Too many shows. Entertainment. (laughs) But uh, that's what I have in the report this morning. All right. We have a lot going on. Today's show has too much. We are going to talk with our friend Jay Wright as uh, the NCAA round one tourney is about to begin. And uh, they're playing Delaware, University of Delaware on Friday. So we'll see how uh, the coach is doing. Uh, we also have uh, Gail Kim, Robert Irvine's wife. Yes. And she is a member of Impact Wrestling. And they have their South Philly Showdown, which is going on this weekend. So Gail is stopping by today. A couple of uh, charities checking in as well. And we're going to go live to Ireland this morning for St. Patty's Day. A young man who we got to know uh, 21 years ago when we did a live broadcast.
3: He's no longer young, Preston. I know, I know. So we'll talk. His yeah. name is
0: Enda. Enda Caldwell. Nice yeah. guy. Uh, So we'll talk to him a little bit later on this morning. And like I said, get a taste of the motherland on St. Patty's Day. We'll take (laughs) a break and we'll be right back. Make sure that you stay with us this morning, my friend. We might, are we going to do a contest next? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do 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 that next. All right, we'll be back with some giveaways. Stay with us.
1: MMR invites you to a sound check party as we present
4: Dirty
1: Honey and. Mammoth WVH, The Young Guns Tour, Thursday, March 31st at the Fillmore, Philadelphia, hosted by every empire, Jackie Bam Bam. This week, we've stuffed his prize coffin with sound check party passes for you to get up close and behind the scenes before the show. See WMMR.com for details, including $19.33 tickets while supplies last. Dirty Honey, Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen, and Jackie Bam Bam. Oh, you're going to want to see this. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: on this St. Patrick's Day, we have your opportunity to win some free stuff. We are going to play, and we usually don't do a contest this early in the morning, but we have so many guests today, we're going to do a rare 7.15 a.m. contest And we are playing Bass-Ackwards, the Irish edition. All right, so everything has to do with St. Patrick's Day in Bass-Ackwards. Now, if you don't know what Bass-Ackwards is, do we have an example, Casey, like the original example?
6: Um, Rim job. Okay, that's what I thought you were asking. I was like, all right, we do have that. All right. Um, uh,
0: So, essentially, I phonetically say something backwards you rewind it and it sounds like it's going forward and so uh rim job sounds like <laughs> Rim <Rain> job yes <laughs> that's classic <the lesson. laughs> yeah, yeah i said Bajmir backwards yeah. and then you get this as a uh result for it so I do
6: have i mean we have um some old, job <laughs> old uh so like for instance when uh we had like star wars on star wars day okay. all right, for, as- you you had said this phonetically Forwards. All right, and then you get
0: odd Okay, so that was that was me saying that. Yes, and then I would ask you if you know what that is, and give you a clue as well. Uh-huh. And if you were able to determine it, you would get. Am I ready? Yep. Death Star. Death Star. Death. <laughs> Not a great one. Death Star. But you can do it, and yeah. I,
3: and you are you will provide a, a clue here and there. Correct.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so, like, here's uh, here's another one. I would said this. Her call Watts. Cool. All right, and that was on uh, Star Wars Day, and you play it backwards, and you end up with this. Who's Skywalker!
3: walker? <laughs> That's pretty good. Can you tell me where Okay. Uh, so, but you know what? In keeping with it, like a thick Irish brogue, perhaps, maybe. This, is, this is actually, I think, a... Uh, very tangential. These were, uh, Casey and I did this yesterday,
0: and some <laughs> of them were very, very difficult. Uh, and I tried, and and a couple of them are going to be like, eh. Hey. But some of them I nailed. Okay.
6: Uh, so, yeah, the first first issue. we nailed. We were like, oh, this is going to be easy. And then as we yeah. got down further down the list, you're like, okay, well, I guess this one will
3: do So these do are, are all forward. things associated with uh, the Irish and St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day.
0: Real quick, while we are uh, awaiting our callers and getting everything lined up, I got a couple of shout outs I can do that have to do. With this state in particular I like this one It says hey my name is Casey I got introduced to your show In 2008 when my brother Started driving me to school With him And we have been Listening to you since then And now I have a four year old Who listens with me Wow on the way to school wow and calls you the old guys yes and i thought it was only fitting to try and get you guys to get my big brother a shout out for his birthday this St. Patty's Day Seth my brother has done so much for me and my nephew that i want to do something super cool for his birthday and i know uh, it may be a little late to get to you this on uh, to get this on March 17th but any time will do as he listens while driving for work. Happy 32nd birthday to the best big brother and uncle. Uh, thank you so much, for President Steve, for giving me great memories with my brother and hopefully great memories uh, to come with my family I've started. And that is from Casey M. Clark. So there you go. That's a shout for you. And then there's another one uh, that says, Hey, I'd like to request a shout-out for my husband, Mike, whose 36th birthday is March 17th. He's a great dad to our two kids and always makes time for them despite having to fulfill his military responsibilities. He got me into listening to you guys. I'm originally from Maryland, uh, but he's been a fan of yours since. You and Steve were on Y100, and I know you probably get a lot of these, but if you could do a shout-out to Mike, I would really make his day happy St. Patrick's Day to you and the gang. We love you guys. That is from Jen Wagner. So there's a shout out to you for
3: St. Patrick's Day. And I think you
0: have another one over there. I do, but it, it's it's some audio has to come with it. So maybe oh. we'll do it. We want to do this now? Uh, we can do that. Marissa, now. Did you isolate that piece of music yesterday that I asked? Uh, so this includes a shout out as well. But uh, this is from uh, Joe D'Angelo. And he said, Good morning, it. I just thought that you should know that uh, Lucas Graham is using Steve's high-pitched <gasps> in his song called Love Songs. What? It's throughout the song, but it's the last sound as well. <laughs> and so they wanted to send a shout out, which I'll do after that. So okay. do you want to hear an example of this? Yes, please. All right, I have Marissa isolate this. i listen to it. It it it's might close. be you. <laughs> uh, here we go. If
6: I'm too good of a man to tell you the truth
0: did you hear that? I heard that it. could be me. Now, at the end, it's yeah. very prevalent. Do we have the very last one? All right, let's keep going. Oh, wait. I heard it. There was a good one. Oh, Casey, do it, the second clip. Okay, yeah. uh, I missed it. Or is it, the, it exactly it's the, same, the same? At the end, it, you can clearly hear it. All right. Coming up right here. Listen. Yep. Wow. Dude,
3: I think that's you. Uh, they took you. Uh, well, who's Lucas Graham? I don't know. I don't know, but he owes me
0: some money. <laughs> here, listen again. Listen, listen to the very end here.
3: <laughs> Dude, I think that's you. <laughs> I, I'd be honored, first off. Yeah. Right? Oh, and if we can God. get...
6: Yeah!
0: Into,
3: into a song. Into a song. We
0: should try to contact Lucas Graham, whoever this guy is. I don't mm. know if he's... No. Got... Our attorney's contract. Yeah, you're right. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> that's... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, th- hmm. I think they grabbed one they from me. That. It's is got that up the same... say,
3: That's up as a ringtone, too. It's correct? got the same yeah.
0: reverb and everything. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wow! Right. Wow! Uh, so anyhow, uh, this is Joe D'Angelo said also uh, <clears throat> long time, uh, first time, long time Bizarro file days, we well, yes. used to call it, and I feel like you guys have become a part of my life over twenty years. There's so much to say. If you could give a shout out to my wife Crystal, uh, it would. Uh, I just got her started on your show the past few months, and she loves it. She actually keeps saying that she would like to do this for me, but haha, hopefully I beat her to it. Uh, seriously, all of you guys give things uh you give us things to talk about oh. and laugh about and be disgusted by even <laughs> and we love you all keep up the amazing work ps incorporate more of those tornadoes are real variations <laughs> that's so funny and by the way whenever i say that i have to put my you have to. i have to put my fist by <laughs> my side like casey does those tornadoes were real <laughs> so a shout out please to his wife crystal and there you, there you go. go and thanks for pointing that out man we will uh
3: we will investigate that a little. We enough. have to, which means we will totally forget it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's time to play
7: Bass Ackwards.
0: Yeah! The Irish version, the St. Patty's Day version, if you will. It's a great and- game. We've got a variety of prizes to give away. Case, can you rattle off a few of the things yeah. that we're going to be giving well, away this morning? Well, actually, just two things. Uh, okay. We
6: have beer uh, from Trogues. Uh, it's the Troganator double box. We have a few cases of that. And then also, press one of your favorites. Louis Black is coming to town. And so we have tickets to see Louis Black at the Merriam Theater, which is going to be on March 26th. Love him. Excellent.
0: All right. So here's how we're going to do this. I, I normally ask people if they need a clue. Everybody needs a clue. Yeah. So I'll play it. I'll give you a clue. And
3: let's see if you can figure out what it is. I think that's fine. Pretty simple, yeah, you know, it's, right? it's in keeping with the holiday. It is. Everything is backwards on St. Patrick's Day.
6: <laughs>
0: All right. So, Case, we got our first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Ready to go. S- yeah,
6: this one is good. This one right. is, I think, a uh, an absolute winner. I don't think anybody's even going to need uh, a, a clue? clue. All right. Let's uh, try Nancy out. Hey, Nancy, good
0: morning. Good morning. All right, Nancy, we're playing bass backwards. you understand how this works? Yes. Okay, I'm going to play a clip for you. I'm going to put you. I'm going to put you on hold, and I am going to see if you can identify this. So Casey says no clue, but let's see. I I, I think it's a hard one. Hang on. Our mesh. Mm-hmm. Let me play that one more time. Here we go. Our mesh. I'm going to ask her if she needs a clue or not. Yeah, Nancy, yeah. do you need a clue for that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and th- the problem
3: is I never think of clues. Oh well, that's. But listen, uh, the impromptu ones are always the most fun. What would you say is a clue for this?
9: Um... (laughs) Say that,
6: Nancy. Is it Irish?
0: Yeah, it is Irish. Yes, it's not the word Irish. Uh, Oh, (laughs) but uh, you might see someone wearing one of these on St. Patrick's Day,
9: right?
0: Shamrock. Well, let's check. Let's go to the let's go to the tape and see. Here we go. Shamrock. Ah! Yeah.
6: Well done. So, Casey, what are we going to give her? All right. For you, Nancy, I would love to hook you up with a pair of tickets to see Lewis Black at the Miriam Theater. It's going to be on March 26th. Tickets are on sale right now at KimmelCulturalCampus.org.
0: Yeah, and so let me play that again. That was a good one. Shamrock. That's That's actually pretty good. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, that is probably the best one in them
3: all. me a by my
6: <laughs> Now, let me ask you guys uh, two things. Ha- have any of you guys had a shamrock shake yet this year? No, I have not. Okay. In fact, I haven't. I didn't have a shamrock
3: uh, shake last year.
6: Yes, and I do have something to say about it, but go ahead. Okay. Does it have it? Are you talking? Okay. <laughs> well, because I don't want to. Rita's Water Ice has a shamrock cream ice now. Okay. Did you guys, were you aware of that? I was not aware it, So it's like a mint. You'll be hearing from our lawyer. <laughs>
0: Um, well, what I was going to say is my daughter has discovered something pretty ingenious Uh-oh. about the Shamrock Shake. And really? the fact is that year-round at Dairy Queen, you can get a mint shake. You don't have to wait until this time of year. And it tastes pretty much the same Ooh. and costs the same as well. We found that Shut out. Shut the front door. So there you go. <laughs> wow. You're welcome. Yeah, yes, I like that. I appreciate right? you. Well, that can happen anytime. Yep. So, uh... Does that step on anything? No, or?
6: no, no, no. I didn't want to step on your thing. I was so worried that my thing about Rita's Water Ice having a Shamrock Cream Ice was going to be the thing that you were going to You're say. You're both so nope. concerned
0: with your things. Exactly. Not at all. Well, we love each other. Not yeah. at all. Uh, so, and, and, and she also pointed out that you can get it in a variety of sizes. At are we, are we getting any this morning? That's all I really care. Are no. we getting it? No. Yeah. no I wish we no, were. What the hell? All right, we need another prize. Uh, we need <laughs> another winner. We're going to go to Frank. Hey, Frank, good morning. Yes. Yeah! Okay, yeah. Zooks to you, sir. All right, Frank, we have Bass backwards the St. Patrick's Day edition. Are you ready? I do everything backwards, baby. Let's go. Perfect. <laughs> all right, here is the word. Ealailish. Ooh, you might not oh, need a clue. I know that. this one. I know yeah, one. I know it. I'll play it again. Yeah. You might not need a clue at all. Here we go. Ealailish. All right, and let me go back to Frank. Hey, Frank. Uh,
6: can I get a clue?
0: You want a clue? Wait, what if you were to just guess? I won't penalize you. Uh,
6: leprechaun? <laughs> no. That's where <way laughs> you no, that's way off. I hate you so much, Give right him a clue. That.
0: Frank, walking stick.
8: Uh, uh, uh
0: shillelagh. Shillelagh is what you say? <laughs> yeah. Let's find out. Shillelagh. Yeah! Oh! Technically what he said was shillelagh. That, that one was super yeah. obvious, yeah.
4: wasn't yeah. it?
3: That's great. Yeah.
4: Yellelish
0: yeah. is Ye-le-le-ish. pretty
3: much it. <laughs> Yellelish. Yellelish. Shillelagh
0: ish, and then you play it again the other way. Shillelish. By
4: the
3: way, that's what the you word get. could have ended up as a You're don't, right. I mean, it's all it, random. It sounds like a legit word. What is that that you're walking with there, Seamus? <laughs> hey, it's, it's a, uh, let me see. It's a y'laylish. A uh, y'laylish. that uh, sounds stupid. It should be shillelish. All right, what do we have for him?
6: Hey, Frank, we got a pair of tickets to see Lewis Black at the Merriam Theater on March 26th. Tickets are on sale right now at KimmelCulturalCampus.org.
3: Lewis Black is always melancholy.
0: <laughs> all right, we'll go next to Don. Hey there, Don.
8: Hey, good morning, guys. How you all doing?
0: We're great, Don. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, sir.
8: Same back. I'm here with my son, Mason, too. Mason! Mason! What's up, Mason?
0: How old is Mason?
8: He's 12.
0: He's 12 years old. All right. Let's see if maybe Mason can get this right, okay? Uh, all right, buddy. All right. Hang on the line. I'm going to play this clip for you, and uh, we'll see if you can guess what this is. This is, by the way, it's two words. Okay? Two words. So it's not just one word this time around. Listen closely. Here is the clip backwards. What's Yeah, it's well sure yet <laughs> play it again i had to say it this way because it was so hard to do i mm-hmm. had to drag the word out so here or the one of the words out
3: what's yeah it's <laughs> sure yet you sound like lenny from a vice and men
0: i'll do it one more time casey here you yep. what's yeah it's sure yet all right let's see uh if we can get a winner out of don all right don and mason hey don hey all right I that? think we can yes. give you yeah. a clue. All right. This is actually a confection on St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Starting here. Okay. And it started here in Philadelphia. Yes, we did. were talking about this the other
8: day. Hey, Mason, I'm, think, I'm thinking Irish potatoes.
0: You're thinking Irish potato. What does Mason think? You think that?
10: Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. yeah. Mason sounds older than you, yeah.
3: and he's 12 years daddy, old. Daddy, can I have an
4: ice cream cone?
3: <laughs> daddy, daddy. <laughs> They were thinking Mason is in, like, a a, a kid's
5: seat in a car, and he's he's shaving.
4: Yeah. (laughs) I want to
5: hear more from Mason. I do, too. Okay. Go
4: ahead,
0: Mason. Hey, Mason, can you say, I don't know, Uh, where where do you go to school, Mason? I go
3: to East Coventry. You're 12? East Coventry (laughs) University. (laughs) Mason, you're older than we thought, but that's okay. That's great. He's 12. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh,
3: Don, here. Let's, this is let's, my
0: wife. Let's play it forward and see what we get. Here we go. Irish. Whoa. Nice, though. yeah. That's it. That's good. So I had, to do, I had to do the Lord of the Rings. Potato. Because potato, potato yeah. is really hard to say. Potato. To say it back, to phonetically say it backwards. To articulate it. It was really hard. Irish. Whoa stay though.
4: <laughs> so an,
0: an
3: exhale becomes an inhale. yeah with a wow, wow.
0: yeah. It's like that. It's very weird. Yeah. All right, so Don, we got you. Here we go. Well, should I get Mason a case of
6: beer? Yeah, I no. think we need... <laughs> no, Don, I'm gonna hook you up with a pair of tickets to see Lewis Black at the Merriam <clears throat> Theater on March twenty sixth. Tickets are on sale at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. I'm sorry, Kimmel Cultural dot org.
0: All right, we'll get another caller. We'll give away another prize, hopefully. We're uh we're we're three for three now, right? Yeah, it's not bad. Are. All right, we'll go to Kevin. Hey Kevin. How's it going? Good, buddy. We're playing Bass Ackward, St. Patrick's Day edition. We got something queued up for you. You ready? Yep. All right. Now, this is these are three words in this particular uh, phrase here. Okay. Three words. Yep. Here is the phrase. Fervil feel oof. All right. Let me go again. Here we go, one more time. Fervil feel oof. All right. We'll get uh Kevin back on. Kevin, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Kevin. I'm sure you need a clue, right? Absolutely. All right. You'll be in luck if you find one of these. Four-leaf clover. Four-leaf clover. That's what he says, right? All right, let's play a four and see what we get.
4: Four-leaf clover. Hey! Four-leaf
0: clover. I'm the man on earth. That's as good as we could get it. Four-leaf clover. All right, Kevin got it. What are we going to give him?
3: What we you got, got there, it? fella? Four-leaf
6: I have a four-leaf clover. Clover.
3: Cool. Yeah, you just stay right here.
6: <laughs> so we put a pencil in this guy's mouth. Got to right. swallow his tongue. Right. Uh, for you, Kevin, we got a case of Troganator Double Bach. The Troganator Double Bock is a beer for people who love beer, layered with notes of smooth caramel, stone fruit, and fresh toasted grains. And you can enjoy Troganator at Candlewick Bar and Grill in Doylestown.
0: By the way, my sister was an ace at finding four-leaf clovers. I like, was pretty good, too. Every time we'd, we'd come up across, you know, a, a group of, of clovers, she would kind of dig around, and she would pick them out of there, and I'd, I would have a hard time finding them.
3: Though it's them. random, statistically, what are the odds in, like, you know, a percentage of four-leaf clovers?
0: You know? I don't know, but is your it, sister is really lucky, too, right, <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> extremely lucky. She's the klutziest person I've ever met.
3: <laughs> she fell into a dumpster. She did. <laughs> Not that I long ago,
4: right, broke
0: her ribs.
3: <laughs> I must be the luckiest girl
0: on earth. All right, we're going to go to Bobby next. Bobby. Hey, good you morning. Good, good year year morning, morning, my friend, and good morning, it. And
3: All that's right. backwards.
0: We're going to play one for you. It is the Irish version of uh, Bass backwards. Hold on the line. Here is what we have. It's one word. One word. Here we go. Anognerpel.
6: <laughs>
3: that sounds French. Oh, I I, thought it I, got, I got it. I thought I it sounded it. Icelandish. I thought it sounded <laughs> Latin. Yeah. He, I think that, I, he'll probably get that without the clue. All right, you think you got I it? I think so. All right, here we go. One
0: more time. Hanagnarpel. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Kath?
2: It sounds Spanish to me. All right, we'll
0: go. <laughs> I'm all I'm, I'm so continental. <laughs> all right, Bobby, do you need a clue? or Do you think you know what that is? I'm terrible. I think I need a clue. And I won't penalize anybody for no clue guess. No, no, no. Okay? No. All right. So it is, as I said, it's one word and it's a magical creature. Oh, a leprechaun. A leprechaun. Hmm. Well, let's see. What would that be? Leprechaun. <laughs> yes,
3: Bobby, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> or a leperin uh,
0: we've done here.
3: Explain What done. did you see out there? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> leprechaun. Quick, someone
0: leprin- put a shenanigans <laughs> <put a> sh- <laughs> in his mouth. Leprechaun. <laughs> right,
6: what do we have for Bobby? Bobby, you got a case of Troganator Double Bock. The Troganator Double Bock is a beer for people who love beer. Layered with notes of smooth caramel, stone fruit, and fresh toast. Grains, And you can enjoy Troganator at Candlewick Bar and Grill in Doylestown.
3: You know, there's sort of a, uh, as the, the horror movies carried a little bit far, but there, there was, besides the, you know, uh, the, uh, oh, they're going to lead you to the pot of gold, they could be beneficial. There was a malevolent aspect to leprechauns in a lot of that lore.
0: Yeah, if I remember, they were they were very mischievous. Yes, and and, uh, slept with your wife. I I don't know how these tiny condoms. I don't know how evil they got, like to the point
3: of like killing or anything like that. I think it got pretty dark. I don't know if they would like kill you. Yeah, that's that's a good question. And how big are they really? Seven feet? No, they're. they're, uh, I always because if you see like Darby O'Gill and the Little People, Mm -hmm. uh, they're they're a a foot and a half, two feet. Uh, But I've seen them as. Depicted as tall as three or four feet.
0: Can you look up a little leprechaun lore, yeah. Nick, and, and find out some of the specifics that we may not be aware of? About and, leprechaun and lore. Whether, and whether they were malevolent
5: or uh, and, and their size as well. Yeah. They were a solitary fairy, which I didn't know. Oh. Uh, Irish mythology. Um, there's a economics study called le- leprechaun economics. Okay. Uh, that's probably something different. I
3: recommend you invest in part, Betty. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I would have thought gold, but no, no, no,
0: There no. are other commodities. $2. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All
4: right.
5: Uh, anything on that, Nick? Uh, their size? Appearances. Or... Oh, man. All right. Take a look at We'll yeah, yeah, do one yeah. while oh, you're looking at According to uh, McAnally, whoever the hell that is, the universal leprechaun is described as about three feet tall. Okay. There you go.
0: And find out if they were indeed evil. Uh, I'm going to go to Darren for another one. Hey, Darren, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Darren All, right. go hey, go go All right. That's not one of the phrases, <laughs> so we're in luck there. Uh, Darren, hang on the line. We're going to play a bass backwards clip from something that has to do with St. Patrick's Day. This is a two-word phrase. Here we go. Or clue. Here we go. Halea. hulumit. All right. We'll play that one again. Here we go. Halea. hulumit. All right. And I will go to Darren. I think he's probably going to need a clue. Hey, Darren, do you want to yeah. try try a guess for free or do you need a clue? Uh, I need a clue. All right. It is a... It's a colorful nickname for Ireland. Emerald Isle. Emerald Isle. Hmm. Well, let's find out. Emerald Isle. Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Darren. I told you these are hard, man. By the way... I will I will never forget, Preston, flying in when we did that first Guinness pub giveaway in Ireland. And, and it was my first time to Ireland, and we were all, you know, been traveling through the night. And you look out, and I think we all said, God damn, it is green. Yeah, it's really <laughs> dark yeah, yeah. green. It's yeah? dark green. Like this lush,
0: beautiful color. Yeah. Germany was kind of that way, too, when uh, when I did uh, a little touring in Europe. But but Ireland, is it's just as you would think it's it is. It's what you want. It's C- gorgeous. Can't wait
6: to get back. Yep. All right, what do we have for him, Case? All right, we only have a couple of these left, but you have a case of Troganator Double Bach. The Troganator Double Bach Double is a beer for people who love beer, layered with notes of smooth caramel, stone fruit, and fresh toasted grains. And you can enjoy Troganator at Candlewick Bar and Grill in Doylestown.
5: All right, Nick, what do you know? So some more leprechaun knowledge for you. Uh, W.B. Yates, the Irish poet, wrote a lot about them. Uh, Apparently, they they would hoard their treasure, so they were really selfish. Their treasure crocks buried in old wartime, they would uh, keep that uncovered and uh, appropriated. And then there's an Irish historian. His name is David McAnally. He said that the leprechaun, and Steve, this speaks to what you were talking about, is the leprechaun is the son of an evil spirit and a degenerate fairy, and not wholly good nor wholly evil. Ah, uh-huh. okay. there you go. All right, so now they had a darker side too. Yes.
0: All right, so besides
5: their investment
0: strategies, right. yeah. yeah, which uh, obviously yeah. pork bellies are sure. what they uh, recommend that well, you. A lot you of dive volatility into. there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Casey. So I think we have two more left. We do. Okay, so we'll go next to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Good morning, sir. Hi. All right, Kevin Bass Ackwards, St. Patrick's Day edition. You ready to play? Yeah. All right, hang on. This one is a three-worded phrase. Here we go. Wogvedaf. All right. I'll play that one more time for you. Wogvedaf. All right. I won't penalize you for a guess, Kevin. Do you have a guess or do you need a clue? Uh,
8: I need a clue.
0: Nick was just talking about leprechauns and mentioned that they are hoarders. What are they hoarding? Uh, gold? Be more specific.
9: Um, oh, God. Um the, 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 like,
0: pot of gold? So you're saying pot of gold?
9: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's find out. Here we go. Pot of gold. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yes, okay.
3: exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hang on, Kevin. See this?
3: The, the leprechaun, that the one who says that is sort of hunched over in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're one of the evil ones.
6: <laughs> what do uh, we have for him, Case? Kevin, you have our last case of Troganator Double Bach. The troganator smooth double Troganator Double Bach is a I don't know why I got the word smooth. <laughs> is a beer for people who love beer. It's layered with notes of oh here it is smooth caramel, stone fruit, and fresh toasted grains. You can enjoy troganator at Kendallwick Bar and Grill
0: in Doylestown. <laughs> All right, one last one, and we have D. Hi, sweet D. Good morning. Hi. How are you today? Good. Excellent. All right, D. Are you ready to play?
11: Yes,
0: I am. Excellent. Hold on. We'll get uh, this clip and see if you know it. It is one, two, three, four words all together. This is a long one and a difficult one. And here is the clip: Schnibad Netfi Benook. Same to you.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. It's a greeting.
0: <laughs> all right. Here we go. One more time. Schnibad net fee benuch benuch. <laughs> all right, uh, let's see if D happens to know what that is. Hi, all right, D. Yeah. You need a clue, I guess, right?
8: Uh, is it Happy St. Patrick's Day? It's not, but thank you
0: for guessing without a clue. She's not not, She's not gonna bad. penalize. Not gonna penalize you for that. No, uh, this is a, a traditional dish served on St. Patrick's Day.
12: Um, can
0: I hear it again? Sure, sure. Hang on one second. I'll play it one more time for you. Here we go. Shnibad net feet. I'm sure that cleared it all up yeah. for her. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of a no brainer. Huh? All right, it's four four words, and it's a traditional Irish dish served on St. Patrick's Day. Um.
4: <laughs>
0: or maybe it's three. No. No, it's four. No. okay. It's uh, four. D? <laughs> yeah. What, what, what do people usually eat on St. Patrick's Day?
2: Ham and cabbage. Or corned beef. <laughs> Say that again.
0: Corn beef. And? Cabbage. Well, oh, well, let's, let's find see. out.
4: Let's
0: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Coon of beef and damage.
3: Yes! <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to have to repeat that.
0: We're going to. of beef and damage.
3: We uh, we lead him by the hand, don't we? <laughs> yeah, no, well, listen, uh, some of them, I thought some of them were very easily discernible. I thought that one was. I'm going to play it one more time. Listen. Corned beef
0: and cabbage. <laughs> Did you say corned beef and cabbage? Corned beef and cabbage.
6: Uh, what do we have for it, Casey? We got a pair of tickets to see Lewis Black at the Merriam Theater, March 26th. Tickets are on sale at
0: KimmelCulturalCampus.org. So Casey's mom makes ham and cabbage. Yes. I've always had corned beef and cabbage, and that being the, the traditional uh, Irish dish I've I like get told, yeah, I love it.
3: I'm not it's as big excellent. a fan, and I'm I'm Irish, you know, and uh, um, of the Irish dishes, that's one of my less favorite. I, you know, I love Irish soda bread. Oh, Irish yeah. Soda bread. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know Irish fare other shepherd's than
0: shepherd's pie. Yeah. Okay. Shepherd's pie. French fries? No, oh. that's incorrect. <laughs> Uh, but I love, 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 love corned beef and cabbage. I'm not going to have it right now because I'm on a diet. But um, it also
3: makes you fart your brains out. Uh, oh it does.
0: Yeah, it does. Cab- cabbage is a, a very gassy, uh, a gassy vegetable. Uh, but we, when we were in Ireland, we definitely ate uh, some interesting things. They always served. Uh, I think it was like some blood pudding with uh, with breakfast, Casey, which was essentially would be scrapple. Okay, just kind of like what that is. So you got uh, they would serve everyone. You eat eggs, sausage, blood pudding. And a charred tomato. I liked it. I thought it was pretty tasty. The,
3: the thing th- that was, in- I'm sorry. Uh, the thing that was interesting is that everyone tells you how bad, how bad. The food's horrible. The food's hard. It's really not. It's, it's actually just, pretty good.
0: It's
5: not exceptional, right. but it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Huh. yeah.
3: Yeah, I've never been. I really want to get to Ireland and uh,
5: Scotland as well. But uh, when you guys went, you went twice for the with, with the radio station. Uh, yes. Yeah. Went once to Guinness, right? And then yeah, once to uh, Newcastle West, and then the other to Dublin. To Dublin. Okay. Yeah. And, and did we you were have a at, preference?
0: We were the, uh, uh, Newcastle. West. Newcastle West. Yeah. By it, was far. A, it was a small town. It was a town about uh, the size of, say, like Media or something you like that. You could walk
3: the length in oh. in uh, what an an hour, 40, maybe forty minutes. And, That's so cool. uh, and it was it
0: was pub, 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 <laughs> pub, pub, pub. I mean, pub after pub. And they were like family establishments. So you'd go in, and the whole family was there at oh. their pub, and it was really really cool. In fact, we're going to talk to this guy Enda uh, a little while. He's going to check in about an hour, a little less than an hour from now. From uh, from Ireland, and he was with us for that event.
3: Well, it also had, a, had a, like a uh, a creek that was running through it with the with a stone bridge over it, uh, and there was uh, a, and the, the smell of peat, smell of peat in yeah. the air. Uh, not uh, <laughs> not uh, Pete Townsend, but, yeah,
0: yeah. But no, He no, was no, there like, too doing the wheel, but like coal that would burn in oh, the uh, okay. in the fireplace. I
6: loved being at um, the studio pushing buttons for you guys. <laughs> I'm while sure you, guys you there.
2: And so Nick, so pub, the the pubs too. Like it's what you think it is. Like you'll walk in and there'll be people in a corner playing their instruments and singing, and, and the singing. kids are like running around. Singing. Like it, yeah, it's awesome. Does anyone here know Rai Cooter? <laughs> That's
3: a
0: story for another time. All right, we gotta take a break. Thank you for playing the hey! Irish version hey! and the St. Patrick's Day version of Bass backwards And if you have a chance to go eat, have some. Good beef and damage. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come
7: back in a moment. Beef File is up next. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding.
0: IHateStevenSinger.com
7: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Quickly, before the uh, Bizarre File, we got a
0: um, Twitter, uh, somebody just tweeted at us. Uh, Yuri Monson said, uh, for your information, today is also the Jewish holiday of Purim. Ah. And one of the themes of the day is uh, Nafoka or nafuku, literally meaning turning things upside down, reversals, so bass backwards is perfect for the celebration. So we did that. And I know Purim for your
5: consideration, that Christopher Guest movie. You know, that last phrase that you... Said when it when it was backwards, it sounded like something that would be said at Purim or or uh, Passover or something like that. It sounded like like a Yiddish phrase because the way that
0: net fee benuch, yep, right, Mm -hmm. that's like a Jewish phrase. So so turning things upside down or reversals is one of the themes of the day. So look at us being
3: observant. How about that?
0: Yep, we did that all on purpose. Very much so. So thank you, Yuri, for pointing that out. All right, bizarre file. Here we go. (laughs) Bizarre.
1: Presents Kristen and Steve Design File.
0: Brought to you this morning by East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows serving South Jersey since nineteen seventy-nine. If you call, they'll show up. All right, so a standoff between a woman and state police in Bedford County, Pennsylvania went down over the weekend, and court documents are now revealing new details about what exactly happened. Uh, 57-year-old Catherine Imler is now facing charges of burglary, criminal trespassing, and theft after her antics. The incident began Saturday in the afternoon when a man said he was washing dishes. uh, When he spotted Imler approaching his back door totally naked. Uh Oh, boy. The man ran out his front door to call authorities and report what was going on. And that's when Imler came out of the man's back door, (laughs) still completely nude, and now carrying the man's shotgun. What? When the homeowner asked the intruder what she was doing, Imler continuously stated, It's my house. And state police responded to the scene. Nude lady with a shotgun. Yep. <laughs> Nude old lady with a shotgun saying, It's my house. State police responded to My the...
13: house is a very, very,
3: very fine house.
13: <laughs> to the
0: scene. And when the woman refused to come out. With two cats in the yard and a beaver between the uh, Police set up a perimeter and immediately activated the Pennsylvania State Police Special Emergency Response Team. <laughs> Eventually, Imler was taken into custody and transported. And listen, she transported to a nearby hospital. She was treated for a self-inflicted sword wounds.
3: Oh, she had a hell of a night.
0: Uh, yeah, she was uh, then housed at a local prison because she could not afford to post her four hundred thousand dollar bail. Was she on anything? Did they report that? They didn't say that in the story, but something went awry. She was having a day. Uh, New York City woman is accused. This is wild. Okay, so a New York, New York City woman is accused of kidnapping and torturing a man that she met on Instagram for more than twelve hours while demanding a hundred thousand dollars ransom for his brother. This is, or from his brother, I should say. This is like out of a out of a news story. This is, or or a movie actually. Right. Uh, we had uh Wendell uh. Pierce on uh, the other day, it's kind of like that movie, so right
3: that, where, they, where they they fake a an abduction, but this is real. This
0: is real. Yeah. So Valeria uh, Valeri Rosario allegedly lured the unidentified victim to a Bronx apartment. At least two men with firearms allegedly <sighs> waited until he went inside, and then they entered the apartment the apartment after him. One of the men hit the victim with a pistol. The suspects undressed the victim and put him in a bathtub. They then poured flammable liquid on him, (laughs) burned him with a flame, and repeatedly stabbed him with a knife. So around 2.40 that afternoon, the victim's brother said he received a FaceTime call and saw three masked individuals surrounding the victim, his brother. One of the suspects cut the victim while stating, give us $100,000 or we will kill him. Police said the victim later was later driven to uh, from the Bronx apartment to a location in Queens where a detective saw one of the suspects in a van with a knife. The suspect, Javier Vargas, of the Bronx, was arrested and charged with robbery, assault, kidnapping, and unlawful imprisonment. The victim was in the back of the van, wrapped in a moving blanket, with his nose and mouth covered with tape. Uh, he was taken to the hospital in stable condition. Rosario and another suspect, Michael Candelario... Uh, were both taken into custody and charged with attempted murder, robbery, assault, kidnapping, and unlawful imprisonment. So the woman was the honeypot. Yeah, the other two defendants were also arraigned and remained in custody as well. But that's, like I said, that's like right out of a movie scene, yeah, man.
3: Yeah, we were just talking
0: about it. Crazy. A Florida school's swim team practice was delayed when the students discovered the pool was already occupied by an alligator. Whoa! Uh, the Lake County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post that deputies responded to Montverde Academy on a report of an alligator crashing the swim team practice and refusing to vacate the pool
3: voluntarily. That's why you got to put your practice times in the calendar so the, in, there's no conflict like this. Deputies
0: used a safety hook to pull the three-foot gator closer to the edge of the pool where it was grabbed by another deputy. The alligator's jaws were secured with electrical tape and the reptile was taken to Lake Apapa, Apopka where the tape was removed and the gator was released onto its own recognizance. Wouldn't
3: chemicals in a pool be detrimental to, to I think alligator? maybe over time,
0: yeah.
6: maybe. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're pretty damn resilient, man. Also, you don't know if it's saltwater pool. That's true. I don't know if that means anything either.
0: Uh, there were no injuries to humans or alligators during the incident.
6: Uh, some farmers in New
0: Zealand hoping to land the Guinness World Record for the world's largest potato We had mentioned this a few weeks ago. They won't be getting that title. A DNA sample from the potato named Doug came back recently to reveal that Doug is actually not a potato. What is it? It's instead a type of gourd. Oh
7: my!
0: Colin and and Donna Craig Brown, who dug up the gourd last August, said they were shocked and confused as to how this could have happened, and say they think the potato seedlings that they purchased must have been crossbred with a gourd and a cucumber. Uh, the couple also think the gourd is
3: self-sown and could have been growing for a couple of years or more. Was this what was the one where the the a slight imperfection in the outside rendered them uh, unable to be declared a winner? Was it a pumpkin or a potato or something like? I this? think it might have been a pumpkin. A pumpkin, all right.
0: Now remember this story: but slight not imperfection, not that one. all right. Uh, the couple also think that it was self-sown. Like I said, Colin said of the debacle: if it quacks like a duck, swims like a duck, and it has feathers on it, then it must be a duck. But nah. This one turned out to be a turkey, he said. Ah. Rip so, off. Paradise. All right, and there you go. That's where we're going to end the bizarre file right there because we have guests on the line to talk about an event reaching a very cool milestone 25th year Yeah, for the fur bowl, which is going to be next Friday and Steve you are going to be hosting this event
3: yes actually Preston uh, two years ago plus uh, the uh, the last, last time we did the fur bowl this way uh, right before all hell broke loose with the coronavirus so it's coming back for the, the silver anniversary and it's a big deal and I'll be there and we're going to pick up where we left off
0: alright let's welcome the executive director for the Morris Animal Refuge, uh, please give some love to Louis Chekia. Hey. Lewis, good morning,
8: sir. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing?
0: Dude, we're doing great. So this is a big deal. As uh, Steve was saying, you know, had to take some time off, but this is the 25th annual fur ball that's taking place. So you got to tell us how great this is going to be.
8: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's great. It's, uh, you know, as you know, uh, we were last at the Bellevue two years ago and then Corona happened. So we kind of... Uh, you know, opened up <laughs> in the city with uh, we were the last event of that year. And then now we're reopening the city uh, with our fur ball for this year. It's, it's next Friday uh, to the Bellevue. It's going to be a lot of great dancing, great music, uh, live entertainment. We're having uh, Jake Matera there. Uh, we are giving award to uh, Claire Morrison, who heads mm. up Max Fund. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, Claire, Claire's
3: getting an award, which is very nice of you guys to uh, to give it to her. She works hard for uh, animal charity. so she'll be there. You've got a whole bunch of stuff, Lewis. And, and pick it up, as you said, right where you left off. Uh, guacamole bar, seafood station, freshly prepared pastas, vegan and vegetarian options, the 50-50 raffle, the silent auction, and what I think is cool about this, Louis. First off, the room is beautiful. Second off, you can get dressed up a little bit, but you don't have to have. It's not snooty. It's fun, and um, and uh, you know people have been chomping uh, or, or would to champing at the bit to do this, and uh, uh, the excitement level is going to be through the roof. I think this is going to be one for the record books.
8: Yeah, it's going to be great, and you know what it is, and all the proceeds go to saving lives, and that's that's what we're all about. We have a ninety-seven percent save rate. Right. And we can't do it without the wonderful community of Philadelphia always coming in and lending a hand. And, you know, we want to celebrate that community, celebrate the shelter, but most importantly, you know, save, save all the lives of the, the cats and dogs that come to our shelter and beyond. So we're, uh, we're excited about it. Uh, it's billyfurball.com. We also have some great silent auction items. You can put, um, you can win uh, a chance to be on our mural. Uh, in On our building, we have a, a, a mural, the Philadelphia Mural Committee uh, has used our building for a mural. It's been up for 20 years. They're expanding it. We're wrapping around the building. And you can actually get your own pet on there if you want to uh, get <laughs> on it on the silent auction. pretty cool. Yes.
3: Yeah. Nice. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff. The stuff is always at a, at a really good level. The evening is all really about um, having a good time. There are a couple of things like the... Uh, you know, the, the, the fund the project and a few things that are done just to to raise money. But you're right. What Morris Animal uh, Refuge does, and you guys do so well, is, uh, you know, you're a roll-up-your-sleeves kind of charity, and that's why Claire and I love it and love doing stuff for you guys. And, again, it'll be cool. It'll be the first time that we've had a stand-up at the Fur Bowl. Jake Matera is going to do a great job, and uh, it'll be a great time.
8: Yeah, I can't wait. And, uh, yeah, please uh, come and join us. And if for some reason you can't make any, you want to – make a donation or bid on the silent auctions that's fun too i mean we tried to make this uh, as virtual as it is a real event um so um just however you want to uh contribute if you'd like uh support us, would be great and uh, we'd love to see you out there excellent
0: right. philly furball.com tickets and information there thank you so much lewis good luck with everything
8: yeah thank you thank you guys
0: 25, 25 years fans. furball Yay! right there excellent Woo! All right, we're going to take a break because we have Jay Wright, who we are going to chat with when we return. And then we're also going to go live to Ireland and uh, see how things are in the motherland for St. Patrick's Day. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment.
11: M.M. Art Madness. A rock band. Battle of the Brackets. Day. It's a field of 64. Unlike any other, matchups are hand picked bands from Beer and Pancake, Preston and Steve, Jackson and Sarah, and Jackie and Brent. Four teams, four regions, four decades of rock. And your votes decide who makes it to the Fantastic Four and who wins it all. Get details and vote at WMMR.com or on the WMMR app. MMR Madness. Sponsored by Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram City. Shop Ram Truck Month at South Jersey's Truck Headquarters at 93.3 WMMR.
2: Everything that rocks.
0: Hey, Steve Morrison, thank you for that uh, commercial endorsement there. We're getting right back into things. Casey's not in the studio, and uh, so I didn't have the production parts here ready to go. What's that? Give
6: you the back to show. Research.
0: Yeah, so, uh, and, and he and said, "We it? what's that? Do you want Nick and I Yeah, here you go, please. Whoa. Back to show with the
5: Preston and Steve show on 93.3 yeah.
0: WMMR. <laughs> See, music, teamwork. Teamwork.
4: Yeah, we, we got,
1: got it. Make it we got Teamwork makes the dream. Work. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
0: And that's how that works. You can't even tell uh, the difference. It, it's 19 minutes after 8 yeah. on uh, St. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. It would take a practiced ear to know that anything <laughs> like
3: is it. it
4: would.
0: I should have just let the song play, but our guest is uh, has got a hard out, as Casey told Ooh, me. That so sounds exciting. We're going to talk to him in a moment here. So let's take a look at traffic, see how we're doing. Kathy, what you
2: got for us? Jammed on the Blue Route northbound 95 to the Media Bypass southbound. The Mid-County tolls to the Schuylkill and then Broomall to Media. Schuylkill eastbound slows 202 into Belmont. The Boulevard to the Vine westbound. Vera Avenue to the Vine. The Boulevard to Belmont. The Blue Route out to 202. 95 southbound jams uh, from Academy to Cutman and then pretty much one straight line from Cutman into Academy. On the Vine, westbound, uh, you're slow the length eastbound. The Schuylkill to Broad is jammed up. Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound slowing for Virginia Drive to Fort Washington in Westtown. Westchester Pike at Manley Road, we've got an accident. And then uh, Phoenixville Pike at we- the Westchester Bypass in Fern Hill, we've got an accident. 30 bypass eastbound slows 322 to 113. In New Jersey, 55 northbound, heavy Deptford to the 42 freeway. You're jammed 42 north from Green Tree Road to 295. This traffic report brought to you by Visit Philadelphia. <laughs> Need to get away? <laughs> <laughs> Need to get away. It's not how far away you go; it's how far away you feel. Pack light, plan big for Philly. Book your stay visit Philly dot com. And that's your traffic on ninety three three WMMR.
0: Anyone else foresee a poor grade? Uh, oh, total poor grade on our show. Today. I don't care. I'm yeah.
2: blaming Beasley for this dumb computer. <laughs> Damn.
0: Go for it, man.
2: <laughs> all right, our next guest is all set
0: to go because uh, tomorrow the NCAA attorney round one gets going with uh, Villanova facing off against University of uh, Delaware. Where's, uh, where's Coach Collins from? Pittsburgh, PA. From Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, we know him, we love him, you know him and love him, and we are happy to have him on any time at all. Please welcome Coach Jay Wright hey, hey. to the show. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Coach. Hey guys, happy Saint Patrick's Day. Good to talk to you. You as well. How are things in Pittsburgh so far?
9: Things are beautiful in Pittsburgh, man. Took a late night walk last night, it was like seventy degrees. Yes. Downtown here. Nice. Walked across the bridge. It's it's a beautiful spot.
0: Excellent, man. Well listen, speaking of, of Saint Patrick's Day, have you uh have you put a moratorium on uh in Bibing on this uh <laughs> on this particular day for the uh for the team members?
9: Yeah, I don't even know if our guys know that it's St. Patrick's Day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's but how my, intense.
9: However, my, my wife is Patty Riley. Uh, that's her maiden name. And she that's why we were out last night. She was scouting out pubs for her and the girls to go to today. So she's ready to go. I don't know what she's gonna be like when she comes home tonight, but we'll be we'll be working. <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: Hey, you know what? Reading a few things, Coach, about uh about how things are matching up. Uh, Nova's the number two seed. Um but is this stat correct? You guys are the best free throw shooting team uh, uh, in the tournament.
9: Yeah, we we are. You know where it comes from, right? Practice, pop a shot for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: it. has gotta
4: be it.
2: Oh my God, he's crediting <laughs> us.
9: Yeah. It's all based on the President <laughs> Steve Show. Pop wow. practice. When I came, I haven't been able to win in so long. I came back and made the ball practice every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope we're responsible for that. Now, the reason I bring it up is, is I I think that that the free throw, especially in those pivotal moments, is one of the most uh, tense. Uh, at positions you can put yourself yeah. in in professional sports. That and like a penalty shot in hockey yeah. where it's, it's mano a mano. It's it's the ball, it's the hoop and that's it. And being under that kind of pressure takes a certain kind of temperament in order to put it in the hoop, you know?
9: It, it really does. We, we had a game at Madison Square Garden against St. John's where Brandon Slater, one of our players, went to the foul line with like uh, 2.7 seconds left. We were down one. It was 19,000 people sold out. And it was St. John's. He made the first one to tie the game, and they called timeout. So you, you go through the whole timeout, and the music's playing. The place is going crazy. He's got to come back out again mm. and make the next one. And he makes the next one, and we win by one. And, and you're right. There's a, there's a mindset for, that you have to have, and, and it comes from a confidence that you, you know you practice that situation so many times. And it also comes from a lack of fear. You can't fear failure. So I, I, I'm proud of our guys with that. But I was really proud of Brandon at Madison Square Garden. It was yeah. really cool.
5: Yeah. Coach, I want to ask you about uh, Delaware and uh, Martin Inglesby in, in particular. Um, I know the Inglesby family a little bit. We've had Brad Inglesby on the show a few times. He's a great yeah. writer, wrote Mary of Easttown. And his dad, their dad, um, played at Villanova, Tom Inglesby. Yeah. It's a great basketball family. So so what do you know about Martin? What do you know about UD? And, and uh, what you know? how are you guys preparing uh, going into the matchup?
9: Yeah, it's it's a really crazy dynamic because Brad Brad actually was a good basketball player himself. He played in high school. He Brad went to Villanova. Brad's sister went to Villanova. Brad's sister, Chrissy, is married to Baker Dunleavy, who played for us. So her brother is Martin, who coaches at Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Martin's father was one of the great... His number is retired in the rafters of Villanova, Tom Englesby. So... Their family's got to be messed up. There's, I'm not even touching them. I'm not going to
4: Because
9: <laughs> I know Tom Inglesby's one of the all-time greats. That's the dad. But this is his son, you know, coaching in the NCAA tournament. So I don't even want to ask him because I know he'll say I'm a wild cat at heart, but <laughs> it's blood, man. Blood's thicker than water. That's it, his son. So
4: yeah. Martin
9: went to Notre Dame and played in Notre Dame. So it's it is a wild family dynamic, man. And... Dylan Painter, who played for Villanova, transferred to Delaware. He's a great kid, and we stay in touch with him. So we were kind of rooting for him during the year. Now we got to play against him. It's really a nightmare, to be honest, but we we got to get through it.
2: <laughs> You're also playing against Jameer Nelson Jr. Do you know anything about him? Is he sort of walking in his father's footsteps?
9: He is. He really is. He's he's really good. And We looked at him out of high school, and he's, he's a local kid. And he knows he knows us really well. They got another kid, Carr, who's from Westchester East. Like the the bloodlines here and, and the connections are just sickening. It's 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 gotta be we know each other so well and we're out here in Pittsburgh in the N tournament. Like we would have been rooting for each other if if we were playing anybody else. And now we got to play each other in the first round. It's bizarre.
4: Yeah.
6: I love this time of year, and I know a lot of people love this time of year. People fill out their brackets. And I wanted to tell you, Jay, uh, you know, my mom really gets into this time of year. As a matter of fact, for like the last, you know, month and a half, two months, she spends a lot of time on Saturday and Sunday watching college basketball so she can inform herself to make her picks. And and her final four, this is funny, is uh, St. Mary's, okay? Uh, It's Notre Dame. Noticing a trend. right? It's, it's Villanova?
9: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand? there was no other Catholic
6: <laughs> I, I'm like, why do you even waste your time watching the, these games <laughs> if you're just going to go with the Catholic schools yeah. in the
9: final four? <laughs> That's beautiful. That is beautiful. There, there's so, I hear so many of those, those stories, you know, and I always, I always get um, you know, if we play Loyola Chicago, they have that Sister Jean, that famous nun, yep. and and we have we have Father Rob, our priest that's on the bench for us. That's a, a beloved figure at Villanova. And if Sister Mary Jean and and uh, Father Rob had to go at it, that would that would be nasty.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you should have them do a one on one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> face off on the court. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's bizarre.
9: That is the fun thing about this tournament, though. I mean, there's so many crazy connections and it'll you know when when the brackets come out when you see something like that they'll say oh they wanted father rob to go against you know sister Jean, and they wanted (laughs) delaware to go against illinois there's just so many that stuff it just happens but you you can pick that with any with any team what was kind of cool is last night notre dame was playing last night and their game went past 12 midnight and they hit a shot to win it. So now everybody's saying, oh, they got to the play on St. Patrick's Day. They hit a shot on St. Patrick's Day to win it. <laughs> so there's so many great storylines like that in our tournament. I, I love
5: it. Jay, yeah. Jay we got a, a text from a listener, and I didn't know what the answer to this question was. Um, how come you don't wear suits anymore? It's usually uh, like um, school gear, or you know, and it seems like you and the rest ah. of the coaches are wearing the same thing uh, or similar things. Is, is that a school thing? Is that a you thing? What happened there? You
9: know, you know the NBA coaches... Um, decided two years ago to do it, they voted to do it with COVID. And once the NBA coaches did it, everybody in college wanted, they've always wanted to do it, but there's always been a tradition to wear suits. Some guys were starting to do it. Then we had the COVID year last year and we, you know, there's no, there's nowhere in the stands. And which is kind of crazy because it makes you think like, well, we're wearing suits for the people in the stands. I I don't know what that connection is. (laughs) Right. We all didn't you know we all wore like coaching gear like we wear in practice and then we stuck with it every, every most everybody stuck with it and mm-hmm. it makes sense because we're we're out there in suits and we're sweating and we're in huddles <laughs> and guys yes. are sweating on top of us yeah like yeah. when they started this tradition like in the 40s 50s like the coach used to just sit on the bench and never move. You know we're maniacs now. Like, we're all place, so maybe it'll I go think, as far I think as, we're as stay this way.
0: Maybe maybe it'll be like baseball and you'll wear the exact same uniform as the guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, someday.
9: Yeah, I, I, that that would be ugly. <laughs> 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 yeah, our bodies. That, that, although it's it's ugly in baseball sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> it sure is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Jenny,
2: how are you going to win best dressed and best looking and all that if you're not in a suit?
9: I'm. I'm uh, those days are over. <laughs> oh, come on.
3: You mean when you go home, you don't put on, like, a sport coat and sit down at the table? And all like, like they used to do on old sitcoms? Yeah.
9: No. No, I'm, I'm actually liking this. I'm liking this casual attire. It's very comfortable. It's easy when you pack. Like, you don't have to pack. Like, when you go know, to the NCAA tournament, you got to pack, like, three suits and three pairs of shoes. I and mean, now it's like, you know, a couple pairs of sneaks. And you yeah. got your you got your gear it's pretty
3: nice Warm up. Yeah, they, they fold up easy oh my god warm-up pants and the great thing about them is that they never get wrinkled you can ball them up yeah. you can drive <laughs> over them in a car exactly. it's a beautiful thing exactly. yeah all right well
0: listen coach we know you got work to do uh and you got to move along we appreciate any time that you can give us it's always great to catch up and uh, obviously your continued uh support of camp out for hunger and all these things are wonderful but we wish nova the best going in round number one university of delaware it's on it's uh tomorrow night and uh And just uh, go kick some ass, man. All right? Thank you, guys. Always good talking to you. Take care. Appreciate it. j Wright, guys. He's the best. Uh, I hope they do it. He is the best. I love it. Hey, by the way, speaking of of, uh, basketball, last night I saw that uh, our friends, YouTubers uh, Joel and Leah, uh, posted a video of them going to the Sixers Oh, game. did they? Yeah, it's up now. Okay. Uh, so they got some great footage while they were at the game, although it was too loud, so you don't get a lot of that. It's mainly them recapping it. But it's funny to hear them. They know nothing about basketball. <laughs> nothing at yeah. all. They're calling it, you know, a match and the arena. Right. And, and using all the wrong terms, which is really cute. Uh, but they had a great time. That's and, awesome. And they had a wonderful time. It's a really fun video. And it was kind of just slapped together. Yeah, we kind of uh, helped them get those tickets as they were uh, a caller had called in and said they had a suite, and we were like, "You got to go." And yeah. and you, we were like, "No, you you really need to go. This doesn't come along that often." So I think Jonathan was the listener uh, that got in touch. It was his, uh, cool. his box, and they just had they had a great time. So it was really cool. Um, so uh, and their their videos are fun because you're watching the culture of. You know, uh, this is an English uh, couple yeah. um, uh, experiencing American culture and a lot of things, a lot of times things, they don't get it right. are they're, they're always blown away by the hospitality. Uh, like they, they they said it was unheard of, like people just coming over and talking to them and striking up conversations. See, they've got this bad rap. Of Foreign to them. So, uh, but nonetheless, uh, they had a great time. A lot like Steve, the great time that we had when we went to Ireland Yes, uh, for a live broadcast. It was over 20 years ago. Uh, that uh, Steve and I, at the time, was Preston, Maryland, and Steve. Yeah, yeah. And we took our show on the road, and it was with uh, Guinness Beer, and they did a promotion called uh, Win a Pub in, in, Win Your Own Pub It was in so Ireland. cool. Yeah. And so somebody was going to actually win this pub that we went to, and we broadcast live there for a few days. It was such a great time. And it wasn't, it was brought to my attention just two days ago, but that was 21 years ago that Dear we did that. God. 21 years ago that we were in Newcastle West. And the gentleman that uh, that reminded me of that was like, hey, um, and, and he's in Ireland. He said, why don't we check in on St. Patrick's Day? I'm like, yeah, or Patty's Day. Yes, Patty's it. Day. And so we've got him on the line. We want to welcome our friend Enda
12: Caldwell. Hey. Hey. Yeah.
0: Happy Patty's Day, guys. Yeah, happy, happy Patty's
12: left. Day. How you doing, Enda? Yeah so good to speak to you. I'm glad we're all still alive, basically. I I know. know, It's it's been
0: a long time, man. It's been a really long time now. And uh, we didn't catch up via email or anything. You just sent me the email and said, want to do this? I said, yeah, let's do it. So
12: I have no idea what you've been up to. Are you still in the world of radio in Ireland? I still do voiceovers and DJing and all that other stuff. I mean, uh, right, I, I'm still, I'm on Pulse 87 New York, actually. That's okay. an EDM channel up there for Joel Salkowitz. So, yeah, I do all bits and pieces. You know, I'm always like, how do you say, hustler. That's yeah. right. Hustler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we were, as you, as you had said in the email,
0: we had met up in in, uh, in Newcastle West, which is a smaller town. It's gorgeous. Limerick County, I believe, is where that is. Yeah. Uh, County Limerick. Yeah, that's say. right. Yeah. And, yeah, how you doing? There. uh Steve yeah hey and Good so see where see are you. you where are you based out of uh and where do you live
12: i am in county meath which is just outside of dublin airport now you came to dublin the following year if you remember and did the show live from uh, the Oliver St. John Gogarty, and then you were in the Guinness Storehouse, if I recall. Yeah, that, that was um, the that Gravity Bar. Is the what Gravity they Bar. It. It. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It had just been open for
3: a little while, and they were having an outbreak of hoof and mouth disease, right? <laughs> yeah. So wow. everything was shut down. We're up there, we're yeah. saying, okay, and you remember this clearly we're going to get to Flavor of Ireland. We're here. No one in yeah. there was from Ireland. They were all people. <laughs> they were all tourists. Spanish, yeah. Australian, uh, no of Irish. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we went to a, a pub we'd started off, we we're going to broadcast from. They were watching the St. Patrick's Day parade from New York, <laughs> and they were playing Bob Marley Bob on Marley. The speakers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was a disaster. That's the way it is, yeah. yeah.
0: But I tell you what, Enda, uh, uh, we we had, and and while Dublin is is wonderful, it's a beautiful city and everything. We had so much fun in that smaller town of Newcastle West. We got a little bit more of a flavor of, I think, uh, a little bit more traditional uh, Irish. That's uh, right. Taste, yeah. yeah. Which was a great time, and I don't even remember the name of that
12: pub. Um it, it, I found it. It was on my Facebook stories because it was called Salmons. S-A-M-M-O-N-S. And I haven't even had a chance to see if it's still open. I remember that I had quite a fondness for the bar owner's daughter.
4: Yeah, He had a couple of
3: daughters. Yeah. In fact, he had a couple of daughters. I have a big family. I tell you what, what's cool is that. Uh, You know, and uh, at least it's the perception that we have. We, you know, we've been there a couple of times, but you think of like the the, the quiet man and all these things. You want to see that Marino, Harrod, John Wayne sort of stuff going on. And that's what that town was like. Dublin was great, but Dublin's like a lot of major cities. It's not, you're not getting the real taste. And so that's what we perceive Ireland as being like.
12: And that's more or less, I mean, where I am in this village, we have a village, you know, and there is still that mentality. But obviously society has changed a lot. The population has boomed. We have become more, I don't know how you would say, more 24-hour world westernized mm-hmm. than that slow-moving pace, which was different to America and Philadelphia of back then. It's- so there's a big change in, in the world. I mean, good as knows, you know, the events of those, so many years in the past 20 something years you know it's sort of
3: sad to hear that because it was such a wonderful aspect of that there seemed to be you know okay there's a time for this and I had a time to relax and be with the family and uh, do do pubs close i mean outside of a covid scenario oh yeah do pubs yeah. do well, pubs close down i mean it seems like something has passed so many family owned and operated establishments
12: do they do they pass along or do you see them shutting down I Yeah, there was was a lot of pubs shut down and it was due to the economy, really. Because And and that's where I wonder. I didn't even get to check if that pub is still open because a lot of these places got swallowed up by the conglomerates Mm. and how, you know, uh, a chain from England would come and buy them, you know, like Weatherspoons and such. And they would just buy out like a whole bunch of pubs and redo them in their decor. As happens, you know, in America where stuff gets bought out and the, the mom and pop, happily sell it off but you know uh we still have some great pubs and you know the pub or the town where i come from has got like quite a lot of good pubs you can still go in there and at the end of the day you still might know your name at the end of the night <laughs> <laughs> what i what i found
3: fascinating we all kind of did was that certain pubs like there'd be a pub that was the darts pub There was a pub that would be the uh the, the there be kids in in some pubs coming coming yeah. in and out uh, they well, they all I, had their exactly, special thing
12: now health and safety hate, <laughs> you can't bring kids in pubs cuz now it's like oh kind of that and and it, there were so many rules now in life but back in those days everyone got on fine and Pretty much, and
3: yeah, yeah it, was, it was so nice. Yeah. It was such a, <gasps> yeah. such a. It's exactly, and we we're t- describing this earlier when we yeah. flew in. It was exactly what we wanted Ireland to be. So, yeah. Um, hopefully, there's. There, it sounds like there's still a bit of that left for the there experiencing. Is. Yeah.
12: And what? what and, do you- and Mark Humphrey. I have to give Mark oh. and Marilyn a name check because yeah. Mark, <laughs> it's his birthday today. Oh, oh my oh, god, he knows
3: Mark more Fred. about our.
12: <laughs> Mark, Mark Humphrey,
0: for those who don't know, and most people don't know, he was our engineer at the time, and yeah. it was his birthday. I didn't oh realize that. and Marilyn, yeah, yeah. Marilyn uh, now lives in Arizona. She's moved out of the Philadelphia area, and uh, yeah, we we still are close friends, but uh, we we haven't worked together in a long, long time.
12: And how I knew uh, Mark was Mark was introduced to me, or I was introduced to Mark by Sean Caldwell, who was the former head of production of. Y one hundred, and he was friends with Spider Harrison, who's uh, on Sirius these days. Oh, wow! Walker. Wow! He so knows more about what's Philly going connection. on here than we. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Honestly. there's Philly connections. Here. Yes, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So, Endo, what are you doing uh, for Patty's Day today? Taking it easy. I mean, you know, we've had a couple of years of no pubs being open, mm-hmm. so you just got to ease yourself into it. You know. But uh, these these are all empties, right?
3: <laughs> so,
4: no! Well, let me ask
12: you: is it is it is it coming back? Is it sort of a uh, a,
3: a trepidatious, but even a bit optimistic about returning to what was before this? This no. this Saint Patrick's <laughs> Day will be like what in Ireland?
12: This St. Patrick's Day is going to be sort of like we're happy to reopen. And I think even in New York, they're doing that. I was listening to a station in New York and the the parade is happening. But in Dublin and around Ireland, because it's on a Thursday, some of the... Parades actually happened either last Sunday or going to happen other days than today. People have sort of realigned their thinking on a lot of things. But I think there are some good parades. There's definitely one on near enough me, like six or seven miles away in Slane, where Slane Castle was that big place that all of the rock concerts happened. Yeah. Being on a rock station. But it's, uh, that's... um, that's it. So you know, I it, think it, there's going to be a lot of stuff.
0: It kind of seems that uh, that way. The past few years is, has been that way in the States as well. It seems more focused on the weekend before and the weekend after mm. if you get a midweek uh, St. Patty's Day or even if it's on a weekend – the weekend before and the weekend of that well that's the break has, I think this time here, right? Has now become yeah, I was I was in uh, in the city over the weekend and there were lines down the street of people standing outside of the pubs. Uh, <laughs>
12: that's right. Yeah,
0: leading up to St. Patrick's. And,
12: and you see how what it was when I was a child, When I was a lad. When I was a child, <laughs> <laughs> a child, what we had was you know, We would go with my mom and dad around this time. You go to church and it's a Catholic country. So you go to church, you wear your green, you wear your shamrock and everyone said, you know, God bless St. Patrick. It was a beautiful day and singing Irish songs. Then you go to the parade afterwards. (laughs) And so, you know, you went for dinner after that. And so it was kind of a little small affair and it was just like each town would have their little parade. But now in Dublin, you've got St. Patrick's Festival.ie and that's sort of like about bringing and tourism and bringing you know the press and steves and the marylands and all, right, all these right. people there and i think you guys were at the very forefront of that sort of commercialization not that that's a bad thing but it was like a very important to get all these morning shows over so that the conversation could begin about getting american people to come and visit and mm. i think you guys did a lot actually to help I- irish tourism to well be that's honest. cool so yeah. we, give you, we give you that award <laughs>
3: we'll take that award <laughs> it's
7: cold over there
3: <laughs> by the way the best church uh, service, Kathy, I was ever doing. It. That mass lasted like 17 minutes. Oh, and, and, oh, I really? mean, it was so quick. quick? And the guy, oh, the, 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 the priest is out there, who's oh, the most powerful entity in the universe? God, great. All right, Eucharist, here you go. Get out. It, <laughs> I mean, it was boom, boom. And everyone was off and running and, and having a good day. But it was like, it was a wild thing. I look at my wife like, holy gal, that was fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
12: and they did that because, you know, we want to get to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly. Makes yeah. total
3: sense.
0: Wow.
12: How, it- how are you guys doing? Because, you know, although I've been aware that I went, they're still in radio. Yeah, How do you managed yeah. that.
0: Not only that, I mean, and uh, and uh, we we ended yeah. up uh, this year we were given a, or it was last year actually. Uh, or Was it this yeah. year?
3: It was last year. Last was year. Last year. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, we were giving a prestigious award. We were uh, inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame. So yeah, congratulations. We, thank you. Guys. Thank you. So we well, we're pretty well deserved. So, so keep things, going that long. Yeah, things are things are, do, are are wonderful. We're still having a great time every morning, and uh, we live in a great city, and this is just. To, it's an awesome position to be in.
3: Yeah.
12: It's very cool to I see gotta, you. And it's cool to see yeah. you. i got to do a quick shout-out to a man who passed away exactly one year ago today, Chip Hobart. He was the man who helped discover Bon Jovi because he was the head of uh, music at the Big Apple WAPP New York. Yeah. And he helped to put it on that CD, and Runaway was the record. And poor old Chip, he was a DJ from long, long, long ago on the Big A, C-K-L-W. <laughs> and um, he was a great guy, and I got to know him because my sister had lived in Vermont for about... 10 years, uh, not that far away from you guys, but she had lived up there and I got to bump into him when I was just helping out at the radio station oh. there, when I was over visiting and I used to bump in and Jennifer Fox was another lady, she's gone away from us as well but um, yeah, Chip deserves a mention on, he, and I was like man, you had to die on St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> yeah. but he'll be remembered so that was good, No, it's and cool. It's it, a bit of a rock and roll story too, right, about yeah. Bon Jovi Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm, my, my name's Nick by
5: the way. And so I've been with the show for a while, but it's nice to to meet you because I was not with Presidency when they came over to to visit you twenty years ago. And um but uh Where were you though? Where were you? I was actually probably working here at WMR and the reason that I wanted to interject for a moment is that um John Bon Jovi himself brought that same CD. That, and so Chip has had a relationship with MMR for a long time, uh, or had one. And John brought that CD to our radio station, uh, what, 40 years ago at this point, 41 years ago, and handed God. it to our midday DJ, a guy named Pierre Robert. So it's, it's, I, I always find these radio connections to be fascinating. And, and so it's cool for you to mention Chip because he had a connection to MMR, and now we have this connection to you, and John has had a connection with MMR for a long time as well. So thank you for bringing that up.
12: Uh, look at that. Look at that. So, what will everybody there do for St. Patrick's Day? I mean, Philly is such a big uh, Irish community.
3: It's become the Erin Express really on the weekends. So, yeah. and we're still tr- getting them to see how things go this year because stuff is opened up. It is a yeah. crappy weather day, actually. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to look for signs and see if it gets rejuvenated back to what it was before. Uh, but again, it shifted, as Preston said, to the weekends. Yep. So that's, you know, that's that seems to be where we're going. But uh, we're always up for a good party. And tonight there's a big... Uh, sports thing taking place. One of uh, uh, a hockey player here who is uh, playing oh. his a thousand one thousand games. Yeah, it's so a that. Yeah, so we're going to that.
12: I was a huge uh, fan of the mayor of East Town because oh. I thought Kate <laughs> Winslet did such a good job, and it depicted sort of how it would be if one had lived in the outskirts. And um, I think she did such a great job. She did yeah. an excellent oh, job. Was yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, and she nailed the accent uh, as That's well. Right. I,
12: also, I I was like, oh, I need to draw. Where can I find some Rolling Rock? I need Rolling. Nah. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> right.
0: Excellent. Well, listen, and we got a break, but it is so great to catch up. You there, twenty some odd yeah. years oh, later. Yeah. yeah. Lovely.
12: God, love you guys. It's we, so nice to speak to you. We're going to keep in touch more often now, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so Fine. we can find out what's happening here.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I had
3: no idea <laughs> Clearly, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah Happy nor nor day nor to night. you and uh, take care <laughs> End yeah. Thank you so much. and uh, <laughs> yeah it was really cool meeting him all those years ago. He mentioned yeah. a station in New York Preston and they a lot of stations would do this W-A-P-P it was the Apple and uh, they had a commercial free summer <laughs> and like, oh, it's all a commercial free summer and then something happened. They started playing commercials, Mm, (laughs) and it (laughs) (laughs) danged.
4: All
0: right, uh, we need to take a break because we got more guests on the way. Real quick, though, we do have uh, new Daily Rush videos for you to check out. One of them is called Steve's Field Trip. Young Steve Morrison took a trip to the zoo. The events that transpired changed him forever. Oh yeah, I don't remember that. My Yahoo was frozen. Oh, Oh, I'll have to watch the video. You can follow (laughs) us on Instagram. I know that's hard for you to say. Even um, uh, Thanks for bringing you, it
7: up. you can follow it on Instagram
0: for a first look at the Daily Rush videos. Uh, and sponsored by Xfinity Speed and You can learn more at Xfinity.com. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
7: Join Brent, Porsche, and Sam Adams Friday from 7 to 9 at New Deck Tavern, 3408 Sansom Street in University City. Catch all the action on the hardwood. Play Sam Adams' Papa Shot for sweet prizes and enjoy $5 Sam Adams drafts.
0: Don't forget at some point before the show is up, we will have that uh, last pair of tickets for the suite tonight, the Flyers game, Uh, Claude Giroux, 1,000th game, and somebody be registered to win Uh, The autographed jersey as well from Claude Giroux. So that will be coming up before the program is up. But uh, we have a couple of guests that we're going to talk to now. And uh, we had already had a few people in uh, concerning this event, uh, which is this weekend. It's the South Philly Showdown. It's going to be tomorrow and Saturday. But we are happy to welcome two more to the studio. Please give some love to Gail Kim and Scott DeMore this morning. Hey, guys. guys. Good morning. Hey, wait. Did we skip traffic? No, no, we, no did. we did it. We, we did, did it. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the music bed still up there. I'm like, did I have a did I have a brain tumor and not do that? I want to make sure I do that. Okay,
11: thank so you. That's like wrestler ring. <laughs> Dude, totally.
13: No
0: doubt. Yeah. I probably have been hit in the head a few times on the show and not even realizing. And that.
13: from driving here, I can tell you, nobody skipped traffic today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Nasty? Yeah. Yeah. I love this city, but, boy, you got to give yourself time to get around, don't you? <laughs> yep, most which definitely. Which makes it good for morning radio.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. We have, All right, Gail, by the way, uh, welcome back. We've Thank seen you in the studio here before. It's been a while, though. It has. Mm-hmm. It's been a bit. It's been a bit for any guest oh, that, uh, in our studio true. as far as just being in person, which is awesome. So getting back into the ring and in front of people has got to be a pretty cool thing.
11: Well, I'm not getting back yeah. into the ring unless I'm allowed to. Yeah. Beat my boss up. That would be awesome. Why do, you, why do you constantly want to hit me? I think I'm a pretty good boss. I think it's, you know, it's really great to be in an industry where the possibility of being able to beat up your boss is a thing. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people out there might want to get into the that. business. Right? Well,
0: Scott, maybe have a
13: hittable face.
11: Yeah. I've been told oh, that, that before, that you he know? does. She just looks at me like last week and she goes, I just want to
13: spear you.
11: Well, I don't know what they you know, Are we saying wrestling moves that don't. Translate? Uh, no, no. I, no, no, I, no, well, no right? I
13: can guess as
0: to what okay. that
11: is. What, she we, wants to run and
13: tackle me. like, like, basically, like basically put her shoulder is, like into my stomach and drive
11: me to the ground. <laughs> what's okay.
13: your
3: What's
11: your move? I was reading. Eat, eat defeat. It's, yes, that yes. one where I put my foot up to your face and then I <laughs> land, and it's kind of like it's supposed to break your neck.
3: Right. 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 I assume you never yeah. carried it through to full neck breaking.
11: Um. Maybe. It- few times once or twice yeah yeah you
3: know <laughs> but but so we were we were talking you know and and obviously um wrestling is huge in this town and yes. we talked about when you're working your way up um through the different ranks and through the different uh, iterations and variations you guys are from the more the canadian side yeah. of things which which is which is similar right The same sort of does it all start is the absolute you take it down to its embryonic stages is it backyard wrestling for you guys as well cuz that that's that's still a thing here. Yeah, look, there's always like the
13: Backyard wrestling, which is a really scary thing, so let's get it out there. Oh I mean, yeah, everybody plays around with their friends, but like as we say, don't do these moves. These really are dangerous moves. Professionals get hurt and injured, but yeah, we've all done it growing up. But I think what it really boils down to is the the drama, the pageantry, the storytelling. Yes. Right? That's what makes pro wrestling. Whether it's whether it was Hulk Hogan, or whether it's Bruno San Martino, or whether it was Terry Funk and Tommy Dreamer, and the people down on South Swanson here in the ECW days, you get drawn to these characters. Into this drama and this interaction. And that's what I think our business is when we do it right. It's personal connections. It's creating moments. It's going to wrestling with your uncle or your father or your friend. And, like, you share that experience, that emotional feeling. That's what I think we really do. It's well. true. It's, people are yeah. reticent.
3: Um, and we've said it many times before. And I don't care. And we have in this, especially in Philadelphia, the fans run the gamut from, you know, uh, 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 cab drivers to all the way up to, you know, to corporate lawyers who, who love it. And I think if you're reticent to it, and Preston, I think you'd fall into this rank. I was as well until you go and see it. And then it's like, holy hell.
11: It's crazy. So Robert, my husband, if people don't know, he's been a guest on this show. Robert Irvine. Every time
3: we turn around, we're falling over
0: him.
11: So when we started dating, he would come on, when he wasn't so crazy busy, he'd come on the road with me and see the live events. And he's like, oh, wow. (laughs) Like... You, everyone gets such great value for their money. Yes. You yeah. get to watch and interact and listen. I always say to everyone, even if you are not a pro wrestling fan, you will be entertained. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. If well, you go to a live event, there's
3: nothing. There's nothing that I mean. Uh, obviously, you could go see a, a stage show. Where yes. You can see you know, like a Nitro thing or whatever. Yeah. But they, it, it's got a uh, a whole bunch of everything going on, and uh, you, you know. I'd always joke about how much. In fact, I'd done, I'd done bits about it. How much is is actually just trash talking, and how much is actual wrestling? But the the crowd gets into it. They really oh. they, those stories are very important. Uh, and as you said, now you've retired from uh, the the uh, the ring, uh, Gail, but yeah. but you you're still there. You're, I'm still, still, there, you're still you know, you know sure. and and, and participating. Yeah,
11: yeah, I right. Guess we all kind of. We can't let go of the business. So what we can we expect? Trapped. It's a it's a two
4: day
6: event, right? Yeah. So it's Friday and Saturday. Impact yes. Wrestling, and it's going to be at the uh, the twenty three hundred Arena, which yeah. um, is a hallowed hall for for professional wrestling. So what can we expect for a two day event? I mean, I think you're gonna, either night you go to, you're
13: going to have some unbelievable stuff. And being in Philadelphia, especially down on South Swanson, it's going to get a little wild, like on Friday night. You know we've got a lumberjack match for the tag team championships. The Good Brothers, Violent by Design. These people are going to go at each other. We have right. what's a lumberjack match? Good point. Lumberjack <laughs> match. We're gonna t- we're gonna take six other teams, so twelve wrestlers surround the ring with them. And if you try to get away from your opponent by leaving the ring, those people on the outside they're supposed to throw you back in. Okay. But usually they rough you up a little before you <laughs> do. Okay. You know we also have Mickey James who is a legend of legend in this business. She's going back after the Knockouts World Championship. She'll be taking on Tasha Steeles in a street fight. So Philadelphia, Self Swanson, anything goes. Weapons, whatever you want to do, it's legal. <laughs> I,
5: it's I,
3: legal I, by who's stands? Like
5: so many times
6: where I'm like, why is there even a referee in the game right now? Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well,
3: what, what's the, uh, the what you do, what's it called? Where, where it, It's just, it is a free-for-all. It is just a... Uh, uh, it's uh, there, there's 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 no structure. Uh, I mean, there are there's structure. There's
11: rules. <laughs> we do have rules. No, let me ask you:
3: when, yeah. when you're performing, when you're yeah. doing the deal, yeah. uh, and obviously, you know, there's you're going through some stuff. How, how how much are you improving when that's occurring in the ring?
11: Are we talking about this on air? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we're here, so we yeah.
11: have to um, listen. A, improving. A lot, really. And, and it seems that way. If you're really it, good and you're very experienced, say, in the middle of the match, if you happen to want to get the fans behind a certain wrestler, you can improv right there and just say, okay, well, we didn't plan this right now, but the fans are really Right, good coming. They're, they're reacting So let's to react this. to that. Yep. And, yeah. bring them yeah. up another That's level. awesome. And,
13: and know, that just, that yeah. really gets to the essence of what we do and what makes us different than a play or a movie or anything yeah. else mm-hmm. is when it's done right in our industry it is improv. And if a play if you go to a play you see that same play night after night the same cadence the same words in the same order hitting the same marks what we do is we feel and we try to feel what that crowd yeah. needs and then we try to give that to that's them. Clear. And that's what makes it a cool entertainment. Spectacle, in my opinion. I want to touch on something that Casey
0: had mentioned. I don't think we've ever discussed in all the wrestlers that we've had on... (laughs) are the referees Yeah, because they have an interesting role to play. They do, yeah. Number one, they're the stupidest people <laughs> on the planet.
10: They are the <laughs> dumbest
0: people that ever existed,
7: uh-huh. <laughs> yet they keep getting work, don't yeah. they?
0: They keep, but they're a part of the of the show as well yeah. if you think yeah. about it. They're, they're one of the really unsung parts of that show. And is it, are they the same, they travel with you guys? Yes. It's, it's the same group of referees?
11: In all fairness, we try guys. to not make them look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but,
4: you know, but
13: it happens you know what a I I mean. lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, you have to have your patsy. You, you have got to. it? Yeah. 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 It's, like, it's it's a thankless job. Like, there's not a lot of people running up and asking for the refs' autograph for telling them they grew up and wanted to be a wrestling referee. So. Yeah, it's, it's like rodeo clown. Like we, that job sucks,
0: man. Yeah. Well, really, what you they know? do is
3: they they just get to watch it all from the ring. That's what they're doing. There's there's, there's no they have no sway over what's going on. Uh, it's 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 pretty funny to watch. It. Scott, what, what's your what's your, uh, your background? I know I know uh, Gail, you you studied kinesiology, I think, mm-hmm. in college and everything. Yeah. Where, where where did you come from, and when did you make the decision to get into this?
13: Boy, I started really young. I started training as a teenager, made my debut at 17. Really? Yeah, dropped out of college because, like, damn it, I was a WCW wrestler. So yeah. um, I'm, I, I always tell people, stay in school. I didn't. Thank yeah. God I uh, I was able to make it through because I don't know what I had done if I, if I hadn't. And I just, from the time I was 16 on, this is what I've done. I did wrestling. I wrestled around the world. Yeah, seventeen years old, you were a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, mm-hmm. technically, in the state of in the province of Ontario, you have to be eighteen. So, for the first year of my career, I was my older brother. <laughs> so that's what my license
4: said. <laughs> so yeah.
0: Well, you're not you're not very tall. Um, uh, well, there you go. That's better when you stand on your tiptoes. Uh, so you had to have had some game. You had to have had moves, definitely at seventeen.
13: Yeah, like a, I'm blessed for a guy, like they used to call him. The joke in, in the locker room used to be they called me the bumblebee, Terry Taylor, okay. uh, the red rooster. Because he goes, You know, you're like a bumblebee. And he, he has, he has the, he's the worst with words. And he goes, And he says it in a compliment. I go, What does that mean? He goes, Well, you know, it's like a bumblebee. It's too dumb to know it shouldn't be able to fly. <laughs> and
4: I'm
13: kind of like, There's a compliment somewhere in
4: there, maybe. <laughs>
13: Um, Wow. But, yeah, but I also early on, especially, I was in the day of the Giants, right? Everybody was so big. I realized early at 5'9", and I like to say a half, you know, I just wasn't a big guy. So quickly on, I realized... If I want to make a difference in this sport, it might not be as a wrestler. So I started working behind the scenes, you know, gathering paperwork, doing whatever. And I, I knew that that was probably going to be my path. You real took, early, you on.
3: talk about the time of the. I mean, the Giants, and we 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 get a lot of the the guys now currently, and they're they're more um, they're more sinewy, they're more you know they're big, but they're not like. When You see footage Not bigger
11: than life,
3: and, right? Uh, yeah, of of, cl- yeah. of those classic wrestlers, it's like, good lord! Yeah, I, I walked into the WWF for my first
13: time. I skipped my senior English exam in high school to wrestle for the WWF, and I walk in there, there's Hulk Hogan, there's Yokozuna, there's you know, Bashu. There's all these people are true giants Two, 250, 300, 400 pounds, six foot five, <laughs> seven feet tall. I'm like. This may not be the career choice for <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> well, you know,
3: you spent again I, I, the, the times I've gone to wrestling and been down, and, and one time I had really excellent seats. It's a lot of blood, and that it's not it's not stage. But I mean, there's stuff, there's injuries that occur, and that's part of the deal. Yeah. But I think also, you know, you're you're getting the audience is feeding into it, and you, as you said, Gail, uh, you want to do the performance, you want to give them what they want. So yeah, yeah and so
11: and you know course, what get, what. What's going goes, we know what goes into this job right right, and we still do it, and I had to retire because of my back. if I wanted to be able to walk in the future, then I had to make that decision right, right so, you know and Scott and I have gone way back, so when I started wrestling once i I got a year experience of training, then he had shows in Canada, and I pretty much worked for him and Terry Taylor all the time, so we've known each other for 20 years.
3: How- how is so? How is wrestling? Because it seems a lot is down here. But how how does it fare in Canada? I mean, is 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 it a robust um, uh, reaction that you get? Yeah, Canada's
13: always been a wrestling market. I think you know you look at it, and certainly Toronto, and then out in Eastern Canada and the Maritime provinces, huge Calgary. It's always been. You know, in in Canada, where where you had less entertainment options, I think in a lot of ways, it was more of something, right? When it came to town, it came to town. Like, I remember kids chasing the ring trucks that would have the posters on the side, being like, it's here tonight! (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I love that. Gil, is Robert, with his size, the
0: guy is like a brick wall. He's just in such shape. Does he ever, for fun, is he ever... Gotten involved in in, uh, the
13: wrestling
11: matches? Not in the matches. Okay. Because I tell him he hits like a girl.
13: Uh (laughs) (laughs) And not like our girls, because ours can really bring it. It (laughs) Um,
11: So... He's always like, "Oh, you're hurting me when you're playing." <laughs> so I don't play with him so much, but he does like to cut promos. Okay, he likes to yell at people, get in the camera. Yeah, tell he likes to be more of the bad guy,
3: of, the heel. Some of what he does, yeah, you exactly. Uh, it's a very is, natural is, 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 a, is a wrestling for him. approach. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. And you guys, the, the the lead up to your your wedding and everything was mm-hmm. was. Uh, I remember Restaurant Impossible, right?
11: It was yeah. We we're filming at my wrestling right uh, venue, and then him on the road, and just kind of meeting together, and just showing how different our lives were, very different lives, but very similar at the same time. Is it
3: weird yeah. spending so much time? I mean, so you have that you're both public figures, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, um, and we were talking with like the, the Kardashians earlier, and to, you know, <laughs> it's just it's every freaking second is something that is done for publicity or whatever. Uh, do you do you? Uh, do you work to keep some to yourselves? You know, where you're 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 not putting everything up on the screen. Oh yet. yeah,
11: I mean, hundred percent. I think. I mean, you barely knew Robert really in our relationship, Scott. Right? Yeah, I we think?
13: had some conversations yeah. backstage, but until recently, we went out to dinner and yeah. got a chance. I was like, oh, this is a real human being, <laughs> 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 and a kind of entertaining one too. Yeah,
11: yeah. It's nice. it's rare to have us together at the same time, but you yeah. know what? Our relationship has never been stronger. Yes, I'll <laughs> tell you, it is. Nice. Wonderful! It's great. We're celebrating our tenure anniversary. Oh. Wow! Anniversary oh, nice. Of good for May. you. May um, anything
0: so- special planned for that? Anything in particular? Or Are you going to go low key?
11: We'll have a big party. We throw a good party. Okay. Okay. Irvine's are. Hey, known give, for that. Give us something
3: blackmailable. So give us something that for 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 Robert, the next time he's here, something that we can oh uh, gosh. that he would that he'd absolutely be driven to his knees because he'd be amazed that we knew this about him. Oh my when, gosh! You have to be more specific. <laughs> uh, something that might be uh, tremendously illegal. No, no kidding. <laughs> How about his undergarments or? <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <that's the> same
4: <laughs> things. Does he
5: yeah. wear pink undies? Yeah. No
4: pink undies. Uh,
5: there I might mean, Gail a... did say you did say he
13: hits like a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does yeah. hit like a girl. Is is he a he commando? Might get guy? A- yeah.
11: No, not no. not Commando. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> we'll just make something up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We'll say yeah. Gail yeah. told us. And that. he starts <laughs> sweating
13: bullets. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right, well, listen, the event, like I said, is uh, tomorrow and Saturday. So
13: two-day. Can you buy like a two-day ticket or? Yep. There's okay. absolutely a two-day combo where you can choose one or the other night if you prefer.
0: Excellent. Uh, well, the tickets are available at twenty three hundred arenas two three zero zero arena dot com. Cool, and you'll be able to get them. And uh, I know we could all use a good event like this. So it's a uh, uh, it's at uh, it's called the South Philly Showdown, and it's Impact Wrestling. So, um, wh- wh- what are the the highlighted matches you want to mention before we wrap up? Who's going to be? Uh, Taking on who this week? Oh,
13: touched uh, touched on a couple of them earlier. Saturday night, we have an unbelievable match. It's going to be an eight-person tag, which is a four-on-four. And you're going to have the Bullet Club, which is one of the most famous, infamous groups in wrestling. And they're going to be taking on a group that has its origins in Philadelphia, Honor No More, which is a bunch of disgruntled people (laughs) out of the Ring of Honor group that has recently been sold by St. Clair and shut down. So, that's going to be wild. Eight people all over that arena. It'll be crazy. Excellent. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. What do you
0: have I here? I
11: have something for you. Oh. What do you have? His goodies? A lot, but Robert came out with his new cookie bars. Oh. Uh-huh. Yes. yes.
4: haven't
11: tried them yet. So no. we got the Chocolate Deluxe. The butter Fit Crunch. Cookie. Okay. That's they're a not,
4: picture of him in pink bars. underwear on yeah. the end. <laughs>
11: <laughs> and then the Peanut Butter Blast.
4: Very nice.
0: nice. Those are fantastic. They, they yeah. are. protein bars. Not the
11: bars. These are the new...
0: Cookie loaded cookie bars. Ooh, so they're yeah. not the
11: normal protein bars. Okay, These are brand new Ooh. product.
0: Awesome. And boardroom spirits, and he's got his Spirit. gin and yep. and all that. stuff. Irvine
11: spirits stuff. now. Irvine spirits. They've you're right. Changed it. To yeah. Irvine so
0: boardroom spirits. is is working with yes. him, but yes. it's now Irvine, Irvine spirits, spirits. You're right. Is, yeah. Excellent. Well, he's doing really well. uh, give him our best, please. Yeah. Um, we've got to. We have to. We have to. Uh, High actually. Uh, hi. Okay. Hi. <laughs> we'll talk to him soon. We got to escort yeah. you guys out. We have another guest coming up and all this other good stuff. But so wonderful to see you, Kim. Thank you, Scott. Great to meet you. Appreciate it. I'll take Gail Kim on the show. And uh, like I said, 2300 Arena is where you'll find that tickets available at 2300arena.com. So make sure that you get on that. All right, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to give away that last pair of tickets for tonight at the suite, the Flyers game, Claude Giroux. We'll be playing his 1,000th game, so we're going to take caller number 22 at 215-263-WMMR, and we'll Sweet! Set, we will Sweet! set you up
12: Sweet! with Sweet! that. Sweet! Sweet!
0: Right. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> have, while we're waiting for our next guest, uh, here you go. I can give that to Connor. Uh, I did want to uh, read a quick email that I got from somebody. I thought this was very nice. Said, "Hey guys, wanted to thank you for suggesting Ted Lasso. Ah, uh-huh. what an awesome show! Friday morning while working, I had a heart attack Whoa. as a relatively healthy 45 year old. I'm not overweight or really out of shape. Jeez. My kidneys kind of failed uh, me. Oh my gosh! And my potassium dropped to a critical point and After a few days in the hospital, I'm at home recovering with my wonderful hubby and son, and tonight we decided to crack a bottle of cheap wine and give Ted a try, and we are so in love. Thank you for the suggestion because it's the first time in a few days that we're not scared out of our wits, and we're transported to another place where this crazy mustached guy uh, makes us uh, smile and laugh. Keep rocking. You guys do the best. Uh, your friend of the show. That is from Kathy Walker. Did so you see
3: they were nice. uh, they filming episodes? They had uh, pictures taken from the set? No. Yeah, so they're Yay. working on it right now. Did any
5: of you guys see? Uh, they were featured on 60 Minutes this
3: past weekend. No, was, I didn't it, see. It was a
5: really good segment, and they spent a lot of time with uh, with Jason Sudeikis and uh, Beard. Uh, I can't yeah. remember the actor's name. But anyway, it was a really good segment. If you haven't checked it out, uh, 60 Minutes this past weekend.
3: You know what kills me is uh, occasionally you'll get that reaction to Ted Lasso. About, and you'll see critics even say, you know, that it's, it's this pod. And this is stop. What's wrong with that? For Christ's sake, yeah, totally. It's the whole purpose of exactly. it that you're going to feel good and positive. You will laugh. Yeah. That's what the show does.
0: And besides that, besides being positive, it's dirty. It's uh-huh. funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 cute. It's like all of these different yeah. things. Uh, so yeah. So screw that. You're, them. you're not invited to the party. Right. Forget yeah. it. Yeah. Forget it, man. All right. Our next guest is ready to go. Looks like he's ready to go. The uh, Travis Mannion Foundation. A foundation. It's
5: a foundation. They, they put the fun in funding. <laughs> <laughs> funding. Uh they have an event. It's, you
4: were doing good today.
3: I was yeah.
0: doing okay and then they I said foundation. You know what?
3: You do better backwards. They should change it yeah, to the foundation, yeah. I think.
0: Uh no, the 7th annual prom is happening and it's benefiting the Travis Munion foundation uh it's going to be april 8th at the union league in philadelphia and they're honoring a really cool person who we've gotten to know over the years and we're gonna we're gonna let it roll out here we want to welcome ian mclaughlin here this morning hi ian how are you sir hey good thanks preston thanks for having me hope you guys have a great foundation event <laughs> Consider it's gonna changing. be a lot of fun <laughs> uh, so this is um uh, well first of all before we get started tell us about the travis Manion Foundation and, and for those who may not be familiar with it.
10: Sure. So uh, Travis Mannion, a uh, local guy from Doylestown, PA, uh, went to LaSalle High School and then to the Naval Academy. Uh, he was killed uh, back in 2007 um, over in Iraq. And uh, it was his family has started this foundation since then and they uh, help veterans. Uh, Families of the Fallen, Gold Star Families, and uh, they also have instilled a Character Does Matter program in schools where they go in and instill the uh, characteristics of uh, future leaders uh, in small group settings inside uh, high schools uh, throughout the country. So they they do a lot. Um, They're nationwide. They have multiple offices uh, throughout the country and uh, do quite a few events um, throughout the world, too. And, nice. Okay, and then one of these
0: uh, one of these big fundraisers is the uh, the prom. It's the seventh annual one. Uh, what's the nature of that name, prom? What does that mean exactly?
10: So uh, yeah, so in general, I guess it kind of started out as a group of young adults wanting to uh, get dressed up and have some fun, and raise some money. Um, so we came up with the concept of prom, but for adults, uh, and it was a group of people that were at CrossFit University City at the time. So just took out the O and replaced it with a U. Uh, and that, that's how we came up with prom, and um, this is our seventh annual gala uh, prom gala, and we had our first annual uh, golf outing in the fall. Okay, and one of the
0: one of the entertainers that night is going to be a guy who we've had on our show. He's a veteran. Uh, he is now 98 99. years, uh, 99 99, years yeah. old. Had his birthday not that long ago. Roland Scarnici, uh, uh, who is going is he going to be playing his harmonica while he's there? Ian.
10: Yes. Yeah. He's going to uh, kick it off uh, for us. Probably, you know, um, play a couple songs. You guys have had him on before. Uh, so you know how good he is with yeah. the harmonica and, and how enjoying it is to like listen to him play. Uh, yeah. Gotten to know him a couple couple times over the previous years as well. So uh, I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to it. And then after, Roland plays. We have a uh, Go Go Gadget, which is like a. They're great. Big, yeah, yep. Big local party band. Yep. Uh, going to be on stage. Yep. All right, and with that,
0: so uh, it's black tie optional. So it's a, it's a dress up event. It's a, it's a fun thing, uh, but the things you would expect, uh, open bar and stuff like that involved as well. Again. Yep.
10: So uh, tickets are a hundred and forty five dollars piece, and it's a four hour open bar, all you can drink, uh, plenty of hors d'oeuvres silent auction items, uh, raffles, uh, all the proceeds benefit the foundation. Um, so it's, it's been a good time. The first six has raised over $200,000 nice. so trying to, uh, oh, man. say we try to set a goal at like 50 grand this year. Um, okay. so hopefully we get there and making it bigger and better. And, uh, Ian, uh, all the
5: information's up on the community page at com. So if our listeners want to check that out, they can. And, and Roland is being honored as well,
10: isn't he? Uh, in the evening. Yeah, so this is going to be our first annual uh, community award uh, that we're given. and and uh, Roland's been uh, been around the foundation quite a bit uh, over the years. Him and uh, he's gotten to know Colonel Mannion, uh, Travis's dad, uh, quite a bit. So we thought it would be great to uh, present it this award that we're creating uh, this year to him. It's very
3: cool. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, have Roland play "Chop Suey" by System of a Down. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 it's amazing. <laughs> I tear up. Yeah. Oh my god! It's yeah. unbelievable. Oh, well, yeah, it happens. Yeah. A little bit of a
10: different twist from this. <laughs> <us first. laughs>
0: All right. So Friday, April 8th is when the event is 730 at the Union League of Philadelphia, which is on Broad Street. And uh, you can get <laughs> tickets available at promphilly.com. P-R-U-M. Prumphilly dot, dot co. Dot co is dot it dot co? It co yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll make sure we send people in that direction. Ian, good luck with the event, man. Thanks for coming on this morning. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me, Ian McLaughlin. Guys, Yay! Drum is taking place. So. all right, we have uh, we have a couple of minutes, right? Yeah, sure do. in some. Mm-hmm. I saw something interesting yesterday. I thought you guys would like to hear. We had uh, daylight savings time. We had that take place over the weekend, and we also heard that uh, the Senate has passed through a bill that um, may be eradicating the switching of the clocks and right. sticking with either standard. Or saving
3: time. It's now now a thing. It's long been rumored, and now it looks like it might actually happen. What I didn't know is it's been done before. What? Uh I was not aware. Okay,
0: so I thought this was a very interesting article. 1974 is when this took place. Uh, Congress had voted on December 14th, 1973, to put the U.S. on daylight saving time for two years. President Nixon signed the bill the next day. Uh, The U.S. had gone to permanent daylight saving time before, during World War II as well. I do do know that, yes. Uh, But then, too, the measure was enacted to save fuel. So, apparently, uh, the change uh, in the 70s, apparently, were were predicted by... So, the, the change would benefit Americans in the long run, they thought, predicted by Steve Grossman of the Department of Transportation... Um, and they said that things like, uh, you know, uh, less car accidents in the afternoon and things like that would be happening. But accidents in the morning darkness may become more common, he had said. But longer daylight hours could mean eliminating the hazards of evening commutes, stress, anxiety, and many drivers have had a couple of drinks as well, he had told them. Remember, <laughs> this is the 70s.
4: Right.
0: <laughs> and uh, outside the Capitol, others vowed defiance. Robert Yost, the mayor of St. Francis, Kansas, said that his town's Council felt it was time to put a foot down and stop this monkey business <laughs> i don 't want to hear boo about it you say <laughs> yes so uh, but anyhow, yeah, so permanent daylight savings time or saving time wasn 't close to the strangest idea about time floating around. Paul uh, Mullinax, a geographer who worked at the Pentagon came up with an idea of putting the continental U.S. on a single time zone. So it's always the same time? Called USA time. No, instead there wouldn't be zones. Okay, it's 3.41. It would be be 3 o'clock here, (laughs) and it would be 3 o'clock in Los Angeles. There you go. That wouldn't quite work. That would not work. Mm -hmm. Uh, So his idea... Why are you asleep? (laughs) His idea actually got some traction in Congress. Yeah. But yet, the early morning darkness quickly proved dangerous for children. So this is how it went in 1974. Uh, A six-year-old Alexandria girl was struck by a car on her way to Polk Elementary School on January 7th. That's an issue. The accident broke her leg. Two Prince George's County students were hurt in February. In the weeks after the change, eight Florida kids were killed in traffic accidents on their way to school. Hmm. Florida's Governor Ruben Eskew asked the Congress to repeal the measure. He said, it's time to recognize that we may have made a mistake. Uh, U.S. Senator Dick Clark. Yes. Of Iowa. A host of American Bandstand. Bandstand, yeah. Uh, said during a speech in Congress uh, January 20, 1974 in the Washington area, uh, some schools delayed their start times until the sun caught up with the clock. Uh, I
3: yield my time to Senator Gene Rayburn.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The National Safety Council
0: reported in February that pre-sunrise fatalities had
3: risen from... uh, to 20 from 18 the year before. It's interesting you bring this up because I remember that being an aspect of uh, that extended, we talked about it, extended dark period in the morning yeah. is going to be an issue.
0: In July, Roger Sant, then the uh, assistant administrator designate for the Federal Energy Admi- Administration, wrote a letter to the Post that noted that a 1% energy savings achieved By doing the daylight saving time equated to about uh, 30,000 tons of coal not being burned each day. Further, he wrote accidents had fallen in the afternoons. But by August, the country was ready to move on from its experiment with the clocks. The 79% of Americans that had approved the change in December 1973... Uh, That approval had dropped to 42% three months later. It's
3: conceivable we might experience that this time around. Maybe. Uh, Seven
0: days after President Nixon resigned, U.S. Senator Bob Dole introduced an amendment in August that would end the daylight saving time experiment. But we had hypothesized maybe this will get them to move the start times for school. Now, that's going to cause a ripple effect with parents and and their availability in the morning and and bus drivers and all that
6: stuff. Yeah, because if you're going to move the school time back, then people's work, st- work times have to move back, and then you're, it's basically the same thing anyway, right? It's, uh, um, um, so,
3: if, well the, if, if, you know, and I, you're
6: saying the parents,
2: businesses are going to have to, uh, they're going to have to adjust, because it's just the way life so is, people get their kids off to yeah. school at a certain time, and right. now we're saying they're going later, like they're so going to have to allow them to come in later. If
6: everybody's adjusting, then it's just going to be the same thing anyway, you know what I mean? But eight, there won't eight, be a time switch. But, but
0: yeah, there won't be a time switch, so and
6: I didn't really necessarily think that I even had an opinion on this, but, you know, after being alive as long as I've been alive and this is just the, this is what I know. Yeah. You know, listen, in the fall, it's a nice little treat to get that extra hour, right? And then in the spring, sure, you lose that hour, but you get that extra daylight. So that's the little present that we get. I know, Steve get. and I have mentioned that. Yeah. We, kinda, we were like, it's kind of cool. I, yeah. yeah I, oh. Again,
3: and I still feel that way. I'm fine with trying the new system. I have no problem with the old system. So when we eventually decide we want to go back, I'll be fine with that. But I
6: didn't realize (laughs) I call it afternoon delight. (laughs) um, You know, and so Nick had posted something on Twitter, and and, uh, one of the people that responded to you, it, it didn't even dawn on me that children
3: would be walking to school in the dark. Right. Uh, you know, if we were how many too- kids do walk these days? I wonder statistically across the country. Uh, a a really amount. good, yeah. especially in cities. Yeah, you know, if, if you're yeah, in the Philadelphia true. school district, but, but the streets are very safe in the cities. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know. I mean, it's, that's a legit
5: concern. If you're yeah. going to school in the dark and it's eight in the morning, you know that, that's something to take into consideration. We have yeah. a group
2: of walkers that you know they live in the uh, neighboring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what they call them on uh, the Walking Dead. Oh, <laughs> I was walkers. like, what's the, the hell the look on her face is like, what just happened here? I, I,
2: that's exactly uh, what it was. I didn't know yeah, what Walker's, happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, and they're walking across the street and stuff like that, and I mean, it's the the whole drop off and pick up at school is so chaotic that I think this it being dark is going to be a problem.
0: Side note, and I've told this before, this is a completely different story, but uh, I gave my parents a heart attack when I decided that I would be one of the walkers right. to walk home from yeah. school. I was in them? first grade, <laughs> and we lived miles away from the school, but walkers got out like five minutes before the bus students did yeah. so i'm like i'm out of here dude <laughs> Oh my god! and then i got lost on the
5: way home and there was a at the end of elementary school there were uh staggered um exits from the school so uh some kids went home via bus some kids went home uh different uh, modes of transportation but then the announcement this is hillside elementary school was uh it was uh you may now leave by bus you may now leave by bus and then it was Walkers and private cars. Walkers and private cars. Wow. And whoever did dance, that... Couch dance, couch <laughs> dance. Right, dude. Looks uh, uh, like that couch guy? Uh, whoever that guy was at uh, Fantasy Show Bar also worked at my
14: mail Oh, man.
0: At, at my kids' school, Oak oh, Ridge Elementary, they would let the, the kids do the, the uh, no uh, announcements at the end. And it led to, and I kid you not, the whoever the kid was, somebody had started doing this and everybody, because you got a chance, like yeah. they would change it up each day who got to do it. But they would say it like this, may I have your attention, please. And they were like really draw it out on purpose, which was hilarious yeah. to hear. Um so anyway yeah these are these are things to consider with this uh, this proposal out there I did not know that that took place in the 1970s that they had tried that
3: No but I I knew about the World War II uh, situation uh, but uh yeah that it's kind of wild and Kathy to your point about the I uh, I I when it, sometimes we take our dog to physical therapy and we go past this school and and there is a um a line it seems like it's miles long it <laughs> of the parents waiting to get in yeah. and they're broken up into different rows and it's like oh, yeah. man you have to you have to how much of a chunk of your afternoon is just simply the process of picking up your kids
0: yes and when uh yeah when i would go to pick up uh, any of my kids uh, from time to time at at, uh, at grade school mm-hmm. Uh there's a security process and this whole thing oh, yeah. you gotta go through. Oh
2: yeah, we have like security yep. like guards that are directing traffic and if you go the wrong way, like they they'll yell at you. Did you see yeah. the
3: article on the amount of uh like TikTok moms who do content while they're sitting in no the car? Kidding. Yeah. Just because there. they have nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I believe
0: it. I told
2: you I used to nap. I would go and... Sitting in line? Yeah, and I would set an alarm for, like, two minutes before the bell rang, before them to get out, and I would sleep in car line. <laughs>
3: this is Kathy, you You
5: yeah. <laughs> should carpool with other moms and...
2: Uh, sleep with bring them. A, No, no, bring a bottle of wine. Because, like, to have one
5: designated driver and, like, do three three you moms know, in the back...
2: You know what I did think of? Is people get there so early. I'm not the person that, that's going, like, very, very early, but people will sit in line for, like, an hour, at least at our school they do. And I'm like... Maybe I could have like a little workout session in the parking lot, like while our cars are parked in car line, and then we could get like a workout in. That's not then, a bad right? idea. And then like hop in the car and yeah. pick up the kids when. God, All when
4: they get right, up. ladies, raise your tushies.
6: <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, uh. they sh- they show up an hour early so that they can save ten minutes getting out of the parking lot at the Case, end. I can't,
2: you Keith, know, I can't believe. That Now, listen, I have gone early, which is why I know people are there an hour early, but I'll get there because, you know, if it's like I have 20 minutes left, I'm not going to run home and then run there. So I'll go and I'll sit. But like they get there so early. I'm like, don't. Isn't there other stuff to do? <laughs> don't you have something to Isn't do? Time?
0: Could you imagine, though, if Jay saw you working out and, mean, and, and, <laughs> and the, and the, the grass lines. out in front? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, he said, don't uh, embarrass
2: that's me. me. That's not my
0: mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, by the way, I'll bring this up real quick, and I don't know if it might be a discussion for tomorrow or not, but uh, there's a movie called uh, Turning Red. Yeah. yeah. Really cute. I watched it this weekend with Caroline, and um, it's it's adorable. It's, it's puberty, basically, right? It, it is. Yeah. And But apparently, I was reading this morning, there's some controversy surrounding this now oh really yeah casey because
6: you saw it right I did. I, and, and by the way nick murphy it's his favorite movie of the year so it's far. fantastic
0: really? yeah. so but but they they touch on some very um sensitive things for people who are watching an animated movie with little kids i guess because steve like you said it's about puberty yeah and they do not shy away from menstruation at all in this movie like huh. it's it's a part of the plot line. right and so do they so- have
3: panda cups
0: there are some people that are that have their uh that are up in arms about the fact that that's, They should have been alerted. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was wonderful that that they're talking about stuff like that uh, that's important for people of that age because the girl's 13 years old.
3: Okay. In the movie. A lot of times they'll break it down and they'll say for very young or they'll say for 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm curious what the rating is. I It's PG. Is it PG? All yeah. right. So, so that, it's PG. PG suggests that it's yeah. something for young
6: teens and and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I mean for anybody that's really young, like uh our friend Nick Ruger, uh trainer, his son is like what, three or four years old? He they I think they watched it like five times last weekend. That stuff is going right over his head. It's yeah.
3: that periods, isn't it, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> that's a menstrual cycle and all that stuff. And what birth control, things of that nature. You heard Kathy, the awkwardness of you. You heard Kathy's trying to Absolutely. Kathy's right. using a menstrual cup. She's having a problem because it's not really, it's not bridging. There's an opening and there's a leakage and that's an issue. Now can I have my lollipop? Uh, oh, my God. Oh uh, <laughs>
0: and it went, uh, so it went straight to uh, Streaming. Yeah. And uh, I'd read some. Some people were curious if, if because of the subject matter, they decided to go straight with streaming with that. So, I don't. So know. So
3: that whole concept of of um, that's that runs throughout anime. That runs throughout that yeah. that that changing, yeah. becoming an animal. Uh, be, be, you know, right? Uh, that's that's a common thing around puberty. Uh, uh, yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like uh, X Men. X Men. Uh, th- yeah. That
0: would so their their powers would surface when they would go through puberty. I think I'm having my period.
4: Stop
3: it. Magneto! Oh my god, <laughs> I, iron filings are coming out of my penis. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> uh. Uh, but this movie is adorable.
0: The the and it's it's character driven because the whole turning into the animal thing I thought was kind of uh, okay. But but the four girls that are that are their best friends, right? They do such a great job of creating these funny girl characters, friendships it's, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty. It's it's a sweet movie. It's a
3: it's a it's a hit for Pixar, and Pixar hasn't been um, at the top of their game. You know, I'm trying to think of what the last yeah. really big Pixar movies have been. Right, right,
0: right. I haven't really been on top of that stuff. had of like,
6: uh, but... no, and Canto wasn't Pixar, was it? That was that was, was Disney. Just Disney. Disney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. But anyway, so yeah, there's a bit of a hubbub
0: about this, uh, but it's it's a good movie. Yeah. It's definitely worth checking out. All right, anyhow, uh, and the reason I brought it up, Kathy, is there's a there are a few embarrassing mom moments <laughs> that happen throughout the movie. So when you said about working out in front of the school. <laughs> um, listen, we should take a break and come back in a moment because we got some bizarre file stories to share with you, and we don't want to miss out on that. So hang in there. We'll be back in a moment.
11: MMR rocks Women's History Month. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dorothy. This is Amy Lee. It's Joan Jet. It's Lizzie Hale from the band Hailstorm.
2: Hi, I'm Mia Strauss. This is Jen and Corey. We're we from Skillet. <laughs> what's up? Hey, it's Taylor
6: Momsen
11: from The Pretty Reckless. This is Lilith Star. Hey y'all, it's Rebecca. And Megan, together we're Larkin Poe. Rock and roll is visceral. Rock and, rock and roll, roll is powerful. And so are the voices
6: behind it. Women have always been and will always be a driving force in rock history.
11: history. And our voices, other instruments are just getting louder every day. Getting louder every day. Every single day. So from me, everyone in Hailstorm, from Evanescence, from Pretty Reckless, from the Black Arts and WMMR. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for writing the next chapter with us. WMMR saluting all the women who've rocked our world. Go kill it, ladies.
1: Now. <laughs> WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's bizarre
8: Yes,
0: it is Bizarre File Time, and it is brought to you by Horizon Services. You can call now to book a heater, tune-up, and inspection for just $79, and then lock in an AC tune-up for only $59. Visit horizonservices.com slash book to book in 30 seconds. Okay, so a substitute teacher out of a town called Nutley... (laughs) Is accused of pleasuring himself twice while students were present, including once while students videoed him six weeks before he was arrested. Charging documents show Richard Dunn. Richard Dunn, who is 58 years old, was uh, recorded by a student touching himself in a classroom on February 1st. And on March 10th, several female students reported that they saw him at his desk during class that day. Ple- pleasuring himself, isn't that what the AV room is for? On March 10th, four students told the school that Dunn was acting weird during their digital media class, and that they saw Dunn exposing himself and pleasuring himself at his desk while looking at female students. Oh my God! When Dunn noticed the students looking and pointing towards him, he said, "Are you guys all right?" Dunn was charged with endangering the welfare of a minor for the February 1st incident, and four counts of endangering the welfare of a minor, and one count of lewdness. Could you on the imagine? March 10th. no. Come on. I mean, just, you know, you're a teacher at, yeah. work, at work, doing what you're supposed to be oh. doing, and then you're like, hey, now seems like a good time. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, I wanted to pass this along. This could be, and as the website I got it from, FARC.com uh, noted, the most Canadian headline ever. All right. All right. So here's the headline. All right. Rollerblading, hockey stick-wielding man chases woman downtown Victoria and steals her toque. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Police arrested a man accused of wreaking havoc in downtown Victoria while wearing rollerblades and wielding a hockey stick. Officers were called Monday for reports of the man that the man was hitting garbage cans in the windows of nearby businesses with the hockey stick. As officers headed to the area, a third caller reported that the man on his rollerblades chased her down the sidewalk. The woman said the man approached her from behind, pushed the back of her head, and stole her toque. <laughs> and then he fled on his rollerblades. Uh, she was not. Uh, she was not reportedly injured in the incident. Officers then tracked the man down, where he attempted to evade them by rollerblading around a police car. He was eventually caught, taken to the ground, and arrested without further incident. Police say that he was not injured in the arrest. Police in Daytona Beach released video Monday of a motorcycle crash that shut down a drawbridge over the weekend. According to police, the crash happened oh, Saturday God. when a motorcyclist ran through one of the traffic arms as it was lowering for the bridge to rise. Don't do that. Police said the motorcyclist collided with the flashing lowered stop arm and fell off the vehicle. The motorcycle, which was also hauling a trailer, continued up the raised drawbridge Jeez. and fell over the gap at the top. Yeah! <laughs> the motorcycle was left dangling over the water by its trailer hitch as crews worked to remove the vehicle.
3: Why Why is the thing now to, to, to beat railroad crossings
1: right. and
0: drawbridges? Uh, the accident also damaged one of the traffic arms on the bridge. Police said the motorcyclist who is from Georgia was not injured. Record shows the motorcyclist was ticketed for careless driving. My
2: cousin did that. He he jumped a drawbridge as it was going up. And, oh, my God. Yeah, he landed on the other side. His heart stopped. They had to oh. give him CPR. Like, it was, it was bad. And he said he remembered um, thinking, like, in the midst of it, like, oh, I thought this was going to be different. Like, he thought he was going to get on the other side and land it.
0: No, and there's there's a gap. Yeah. There's a gap yeah. where it opens oh, yeah. up. Well, and
2: that's the thing. He shot all the way up into the air.
13: Yeah,
0: you know. what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not
2: a video game, buddy. But then, I
0: mean, <laughs> on the other side, you may get over that gap in the middle. But where they open up and rise, sometimes there's a gap you can't between proceed the, the road. Right. And yeah, it's uh, you're flirting with death on that. Uh, in that uh, case, uh, the owners of a restaurant who spotted a woman on surveillance video taking a four thousand dollar bottle of cognac from behind the bar said that they will not press charges and will give her a second chance. Aw. But the woman won't be dining at the restaurant again. It happened at the Grand View restaurant in San Jose. The cognac was a century-old Louis XIII. (sighs) Wow. Produced by Remy Martin in France, which cost up to $200 per 1.5-ounce pour. Uh, Surveillance video showed that the bar was empty when a woman in a long dress walked behind the bar, grabbed the bottle, and then walked out with a man beside her. It was good. After that, uh, after the sheriff's office asked for the public's help in finding the woman, the owner said someone acted on her behalf and returned the bottle <laughs> as it was still sealed. The uh, Co-owner Maurice Garuba said that he wouldn't press charges, saying that people make mistakes. He said, with everything going on in the world, we've got war, we've got COVID, and with everything, everyone else, uh, going, with everything everyone's going through, given that she's a mother of six who made a bad decision, we decided to give her a second chance. Aww. Wow, that's rare. Have her killed. Uh, Karuba has said he realizes he might be criticized for his act of forgiveness, but he feels that it's the right thing to do. And we'll do one more story and then wrap it up. Let's end with one that Kathy can relate to. <laughs> a woman in West St. Paul, Minnesota, is in custody after damaging goods at Target with a golf club.
3: Oh, my God.
0: When officers <laughs> arrived on the scene, Lethal they found, injection. They Seriously, found Target employees evacuating the store to help keep customers safe. Police said that they don't know why the woman had this store and immediately started destroying goods. That's when Kathy goes, John McClain. But they say <laughs> she grabbed a golf club at one point and began a rampage that destroyed fixtures and products throughout the entire store. Like, she went around the whole wow. store, Why? Why? Smashing stuff why, up. lady? When police arrived to take her into custody, she was in the electronics section actively damaging property.
3: Now, I've got the golf club, too. Uh, police, <laughs> oh, oh. police say they took the woman into custody without incident, and the target remains closed (laughs) as crews clean up the
0: building. And that is the bizarre file for now. As we take a break, we want you to hang in there because we have a lesson question that is coming up. It's your opportunity to win some freebies from us if you've been paying attention to the program. We'll get trash and music news as well. Stay
7: with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Like he's on 933 WNMR. Every day
0: to rocks. We have your chance to win, tickets to see that band as they're performing Saturday, July 30th at the Watcher Fund Music Pavilion. Not only that, an autograph drum head, you need the letter of the day. We'll should be along shortly. We'll have that in a moment, and then one more tomorrow, and then we will give it away. Maybe you're the one that's gonna win that. And from what we hear. These prizes are pretty damn awesome when we hear back from people, just like that Batman prize we gave away. So you never know what will happen. Let's uh, ask the lesson question, give away a prize. We have a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show, which is happening tomorrow tomorrow through Sunday. And then the 25th through the 27th of the Pennsylvania Convention Center. And I think we have to go with this. What commodities do leprechauns recommend you invest in? It's not gold. All right? No. So it's not the obvious. You had to have heard it earlier this morning. 215-263-WMMR. What commodities do leprechauns recommend you invest in? Two one five two six three 263 wmmr Let's see if you know the answer to that question.
1: The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. While we wait for your
0: answer, we get the stories from Steve. What's up?
3: Yes, uh, Marilee Nichols. She's the woman Tristan Thompson got pregnant while attempting to reconcile with Khloe Kardashian, has filed for $50,000 a month in child support. Nichols says her two-month-old baby needs that much money to continue living the lifestyle he's become accustomed to. (laughs) Hey! Jesse Smollett has officially been released from prison as his case awaits appeal. Smollett's lawyer says he is the victim of a legal system that asks you to consider the evidence. And so there you go. Oh <laughs> and finally, this is a Bachelor spoiler alert: Susie Evans rejected Clayton Eckert during the final rose ceremony on the season finale last night, but the two have since rekindled their relationship. Eckert says that he's matured throughout the experience and that he's learned that love is, quote, more than just getting a girl to touch your
4: weenie.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood trash. Let's go to the
0: phone, see if we can get an answer to this. We need to know what commodities do leprechauns recommend you invest in, and it is Craig that we will go to. Hey, Craig. Hey, how you doing? Awesome, Craig. All right, so what should you invest in, according to leprechauns? Pork bellies.
4: Pork belly. (laughs)
0: I knew it. I knew it. All right, Craig, hang on a second. You're going to get yourself a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show March 18th through the 20th and 25th through the 27th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. For more information and discount tickets, you
1: can go to phillyhomeshow.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, yeah!
9: I had three testicles.
0: <laughs> Brought to you this morning by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. And you can schedule their full service program and get free seeding every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Sharon Osborne is set to address Aussies cheating in her new book called Coming Home. Huh. According to Loudwire, a description of her book read as follows In this, the fourth installment of her autobiography, Sharon details some of the hardest years she's experienced the anguish of a broken marriage and Ozzy's infidelities, the constant specter of drug abuse, the loss of friends and betrayal of colleagues, and her ongoing battles with mental health crises. Uh, the fourth installment of her autobiography is due out on October 25th. She's going to dive right into
3: it. No, me get this straight. What was was she involved with a in a relationship with Randy Rhodes at mm. some Aww. time? Not that I remember. Okay, that doesn't mean that that you're wrong. Right? But not
0: that I remember. So yeah. I don't
3: know why I was thinking that, but <laughs> I'm I sure. I, yeah, I, I thought I overheard something like that okay. a while ago. All right,
0: Jack White's Third Man Records is reportedly planning to release Prince's unreleased 1986 album called Camille. Um, Clamazel. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Klaassen Pfeffer Incorporated. I always think of uh, Bill Cosby's wife. Camille! Camille. Um, I
3: got something to tell you. Uh, You're not gonna like it.
0: The label's co-founder Ben Blackwell wrote the news in a recent interview with Mojo and he said while no release date or details were given he confirmed the label obtained the rights to the 1986 LP saying We're finally going to put it out. Prince's people agreed. Almost too easy. Now, a rep for third man uh, could not neither confirm nor deny the planned release. But uh, the fabled Camille, which I was not familiar with this. No. uh, Came about as Prince began experimenting with pitch shifting his vocals. And he planned to release the album under under his feminine alter ego, Camille. Is that right? While a handful of test pressings of the album were made, a full release was ultimately scrapped. Uh, In the decades since, those test pressings have become major record collector's grails, uh, occasionally popping up at auction, while uh, White told Mojo he paid uh, just under $50,000 for one of the copies because, as he put it, we had to show that we had some skin in the game. So this was basically like
3: an alter ego
0: album? Yeah. So while Camille never saw the light of day, all tracks were eventually released, but in a different form, and this would be in their original form uh, that uh, third man record.
4: sounds like when doves
0: cry. Something like that. We'll see. Uh,
4: uh.
0: Let's go crazy.
4: <laughs> let's go crazy. Sammy. let succulents.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Hagar will publish his latest cocktail book called Sammy Hagar's Cocktail Hits. On March 29th, the book features a whopping 85 of the Red Rockers' favorite recipes with a forward written by Guy Fietti. And is available now for pre-order. Cocktail Hits offers uh, up such uh, easy-to-follow recipes as the Maui Mama, uh, the Tiki Swizzle, and the Blanco Gimlet, among others. Sammy said in an announcement, I've been working and studying the art of making and drinking cocktails for decades now. And have finally pulled together all my favorites. My knowledge on how to do it and what we need to throw the best parties with the best cocktails and some tips on how to put it all together. I guarantee this is the only cocktail book you'll ever need. It's kind of like my greatest hits if, if, from in front, from in front and behind the bar. In a
3: sense. classic cocktail party, um, you know, uh, is the idea to go drink different types of cocktails, uh, or do you whatever you want? But
0: okay, it's um, sure to to go in some variety is a okay. Cool thing, you yeah,
3: know? I, I, I always heard that was the road to. Yeah, mixing alcohol. Disaster. I used to.
0: Now, it depends on how much you're drinking, I think. You know, if you're going to really pound, then, yes, mixing is not a good idea. I think when it comes down to it, booze is booze.
6: Yeah, I mean, if if you're going to only have, like, 13 or
5: 14 drinks, then
6: you're probably fine. Yeah,
0: Yeah,
2: I think it has nothing to do with mixing the alcohol. It has to do with the 13 or 14 drinks you had.
5: Yeah, agreed. (laughs) Uh, Getting back to Sammy real quick. He uh, he still owns that club in Cabo called Cabo Wabo, but uh, he sold the tequila. (laughs) You know how much he sold it for?
3: Uh It was was tens
5: of millions. $80 million. 80 wow. million yeah. dollars. And it was several years ago. He probably could have held on to it and done that, like, like, the... Billion! The, yeah. uh... Like uh, Clooney did, yes. and made, yeah, you know, billions at this point, but yeah, eighty million back in 2007. Do we have a
3: boost? We had an ice
5: cream, and we cleaned up with that. <laughs> oh, Yeah,
3: uh, uh, Revivalist
0: course. has thrown my name on a couple oh, of their, that's right. uh, their uh, cocktails before, but
2: oh. Kathy's Bitch Box was on was just en- uh, engraved in a bottle. But yep. who, who was that? Stateside, Space Stateside. Stateside. Oh, yeah. yeah, those yeah.
5: are they're, they're great though. That was okay. cool. There was great. uh Pierre Noir. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Chad's Ford. Jacks yeah, for Jacks Jacks Ford. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. We need to do more of that. Yeah. Uh, so I have a couple of clips to play for you. Um, uh, speaking of Sammy, uh, we're going to segue into Van Halen. Uh, Valerie Bertinelli doesn't know why David Lee Roth never liked her. Yeah. And she comments on that in this particular clip. We got that ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, here we go.
11: After Ed and I became involved, all of a sudden there was this rule that there was no girlfriends and no wives allowed on the road. I got along great with Al and with Mike there's, um someone else, I, I don't know why, didn't like me, but what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know why he didn't like me. I mean, I was always nice to him. I, I honestly don't know.
0: And she also says she would actually like to meet up with him sometime. Yeah, and discuss and it. Talk
11: about it. One day, I'd like to sit down with him and go, dude, what did I do? <laughs> Honestly, I've always been a fan of yours. I think you're a brilliant front man. I think you're a brilliant songwriter. I love your lyrics. Why don't you like me? What did I do? <laughs>
0: He's a strange dude. Yeah. He's just a strange guy. He's probably very covetous of Eddie, I would imagine. I wonder something. You can go
3: out on a limb here. You he had a crush on him? Yeah. Maybe. And if oh. he had a crush on... Eddie, mm-hmm. and saw somebody... Yeah. Uh, you never know. You uh, never know. Just an idea.
0: Uh, Paul Stanley has named Led Zeppelin's Robert Plant the best singer of all time. He had tweeted out the best lead singers of all time. He gave his 11 favorites and put Robert Plant at the top. He's got a good list here, too. But second, I find this surprising. Steve Marriott of The Small Faces and Humble Pie. He put his two. Oh, wow. I don't really... I'm not that familiar with him.
3: Uh, then I know you he's have, got a small face. Uh, then you have... Uh, uh, hey, you better not say something I <laughs> better slug you.
5: I'll slug you. Character and Dick Tracy.
3: Small, <laughs> face. small yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, I know I got a small face, but I got a big voice. So shut up. They're <laughs> flitting
0: you. So he's two, followed by Freddie Mercury. Uh, then you have uh, David Ruffin of The Temptations, Rod Stewart, Paul Rogers. Yeah. Janis Joplin. Good. Steve Perry at number eight. Uh, Brad Delt from Boston, Brian Johnson of ACDC, uh, Lou Graham of Foreigner. I agree. Mm. Lou Graham's got Great a he- voice. hell of a voice. Yeah. And then he put Ann Wilson as number 11. So that's his personal favorites, uh, but his top 11. So I'd throw that in there.
4: Will right. you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I forgot we were playing with that earlier this morning. That's a good
4: one. Will you? It sounds like Williams.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> will, will you? Will you? It's almost always. Will
4: saying. you? Is that? <laughs> <laughs>
5: that a conversation? Yeah. yeah.
1: Will you? Say that? Will you? Say that? Will you? Will you? Will you? Will you?
2: Oh my! <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then
4: uh, Nell
1: no comes
3: in the room. <laughs> yeah. Will you? Say that? Wait, a Wait that? I can't do it. Stallone keeps
0: starting this. Let's have Arnold start it. Okay
1: will the will
4: the out? will the out? will
0: the will the out? And then I Nell
3: comes I in. Got in and him and him. Now. I got to Wait. It's China. That's, uh, Zina, no, that's not Zina, China. It was it was Zina. Zina. Yes. I got to Nell. Nell, which one of Nell would be? China was. That's right. Yeah. That was her trying to do a, a cowboy. <laughs> Yeehaw. Oh, Rest my in God. peace. Where are uh, y'all
11: gone?
3: <laughs>
11: ah!
3: you? you know it's another good one we don't play a lot is uh right.
7: wait
3: is uh hold on a second i gotta disengage
7: oh, and you wait, are
3: you you?
6: <laughs> <laughs> that bah! one that one kind of breaks my heart though because he
3: was having a breakdown bah!
0: yeah it was jeff Conaway on
6: uh, sober house uh, or oh, no yeah.
0: on Was it uh, the Dr. Drew show? Uh, Wait, hold on.
3: Celebrity rehab. Celebrity
4: rehab. Yes. Yeah. Will you?
0: Oh God!
3: (laughs) All All the sounds of our lives. Yeah.
4: Will you?
0: May I continue? Um. Will you? (laughs) Will you continue? Will you? All right. This is my final story. Music news. Twenty-five years after being knighted, Paul McCartney is now under consideration for peerage making him a lord Wow! to mark his 80th birthday coming up in June.
4: Yes.
0: (laughs) Back in 2018, Macca's Royal Honor was pumped up to the prestigious Order of the uh, Companions of Honor for his services to music, of which he and Elton John are among the 61 living companions. The source told The Sun, Paul... When does
3: he get on the board of directors of Hogwarts?
0: Paul is already in an extraordinary exclusive set of people at the very top of the honor system.
3: At the tippy-tippy top.
0: There is, now, <laughs> there is now quiet talk among officials about how to mark his 80th with something truly special. The idea of offering him the chance to sit as a crossbencher in the Lords has been mooted. Uh, what he, does that
3: mean with such a small face? I'm going to flatten you. <laughs> <laughs>
5: he, has given ins- <laughs> he is very sensitive about it. You would be, too. That's why he's a villain. <laughs> he's beat up his whole life. Small face.
0: He <laughs> has given incredible service to British culture, so it could be a very fitting tribute. And Mark... Of all that he has done for his country. So he'd be Lord Paul McCartney. That's pretty cool. Isn't that and wild? Lord Who of, of
3: a celebrity level has reached that? Oh, yeah. I can't think of any. Him that, and Mick Jagger, really. I mean, that's probably yeah, well, yeah. Like a lot of, a lot of uh, so you have a lot of knights, uh, knighthoods, yes. you know. Uh, that's, that's kind of common.
5: Yeah.
0: So the McCartney family are no strangers of the British Order of Chivalry uh, with Paul and the rest of the Fab Four receiving the MBE, which is a member of the British, uh, member of the Order of of the British Empire Award in 1965. Paul being knighted in 1997. And Stella, his uh,
5: wife, or no. Yeah, his, his daughter. His daughter. daughter
3: Stella! Jesus.
5: Yeah. We got a lot of sound bites. Receiving yeah. the OBE,
0: the Order of British Empire Award, in 2013. In 2019, Paul's brother, entertainer, photographer, and author Mike McGeary-McCartney, was honored with the British Empire Medal, the BEM. I B-E-M.
4: <laughs> Hi, Mike.
0: For services... To the community in Merseyside area of Liverpool. So, when
3: is this? Uh, when is this decision going to take place?
0: When is this decision? Yeah,
3: decision. <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. It's it's rumor as of now. But Paul's birthday is June eighteenth. He'll turn eighty. So they were thinking about marking that occasion with. Do they have a fan vote with a lordship. I don't think there's a fan <laughs> vote involved. It's like they don't make people decisions that way. No. <clears throat> All right, and there you go. That's. That's music news for you. Will you?
3: Will you? All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> Peach. Last minute piece of what? information up there. Sharon Osborne. Sharon Osborne. I-, I cheated on Ozzy with Randy Rhodes. There you go. There you go. Blab him out.
0: correct. That's from two thousand three. Wow. Blew up and blab him out. Okay. <laughs> we're going to take a break. We're going to get uh, back in a second, and we're going to wrap up the show. Stay with us.
7: If you like what you hear. You can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand.
11: Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch the Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 933 WMMR.
7: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. <laughs>
0: 93.3 WMMR. Everything That Rocks, you got Lucky, Lucky Irish, you see, ah, another song ah. that plays in there, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and that gentleman playing that very awesome guitar solo in that song is going to be in studio today with Pierre Robert. He'll tell us about it in just a moment. Uh, but I want to thank our guests for being on the show today. Jay Wright was on yeah. the show. Woo! Uh, the NCAA tourney gets started tomorrow, and he and uh, the gang are going up against the University of Delaware. So we wish him luck. Uh, I also want to thank uh, Gail Kim and Scott Damore, who are from Impact Wrestling, and the South Philly Showdown is happening in the 2300 Arena this weekend. So it was nice to catch up with those guys. Speaking of catching up, there was a young gentleman. Well, he's not young anymore. But uh, 21 years ago, we met him in Ireland when we were broadcasting live from a, uh, a pub uh, in a little town called Newcastle West. And he emailed me, and he wanted to check in on St. Patrick's Day from Ireland. We had a great conversation with Enda Caldwell. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really nice. And a couple of charity events. So we have um, the uh, Furball, which is coming up on the twenty Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, March yeah. 25th for the 25th anniversary. Not this Friday, but year. next Friday, yes. Yep, and Steve is going to be hosting that. You can go to morrisanimalrefuge.org for tickets, and thank you to Lewis for being on about that. And also we had Ian, who is on, about the prom, which is coming up, and that is with the Travis Munion found, Manion Foundation. I, get, I get. Munion, Funion, I think that's the <laughs> yeah. problem that I have with this Foundation, I said earlier <laughs> Travis Mannion. I like foundation.
3: foundation, a foundation that takes a more ebullient attitude You can go to promphilly.co
0: uh, For information and getting tickets and all that good stuff So Pierre is indeed here, how
14: you doing man? Great, I love that you just said ebullient, Steve <laughs> um, That makes me happy Ebullient I, Ebullient, e- is it ebullient or ebullient?
0: Uh, I say ebullient
14: you say bull, you say yeah. bull.
0: Oh, I don't know. I've never heard that word
14: before in my life. I was just saying what I heard <laughs> phonetically. You say potato, I say potato. There you go. Let's call the whole thing If off. there's a way for me to be wrong about it, I'm sure I'm doing it. <laughs> I doubt it yeah. very much, sir. Uh, uh, Mr. Campbell co-wrote You Got Lucky, interestingly enough. Uh, you know, song. I
3: had uh, no idea how much
14: he, uh, he was God. serving as a writer on these things. It's pretty amazing. I mean, he co-wrote a lot of Tom Petty songs, but um, I just got to... This is too long for our introduction, but... Um, He has played or or co-written almost on every Stevie Nicks album, first of all, but he has get this list of collaborators. Bob Dylan, Roy Orbison, Linda Ronstadt, Joe Cocker, Don Henley, Philip Bailey, Patty Scalfa, Bruce's wife, Roger McGuinn of the Birds, Melba Moore, Matthew Sweet, Susanna Hoffs, uh, Rob Thomas, Paul Carrick, Mary J. Blige, Michael McDonald, Tracy Chapman, Taj Mahal, Randy Newman, Mm. Chris Stapleton, who he'll tour with later this summer, Warren Zevon, Aretha Franklin, Jackson Brown, Bob Seger, John Prine, Neil Diamond, and, of course, Tom Petty. That's wild. I mean, (laughs) that is phenomenal. Uh, You know, and his band, the Dirty Knobs, are in town at the World Cafe tonight, Uh, so we believe he'll be stopping by... Well, it was going to be 3.30, then it was going to be 3, then it was going to be 3.15. So, any time <laughs> after 3, Rockstar I would say. Time. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I'm hosting, but I'll be here. Excellent. Thank God.
4: <laughs>
14: that's cool. That's uh, that's rock and roll royalty, man. That's, I
0: mean. That's awesome.
14: You know, again, he's not, uh, you know, spoken of maybe in the same sentence as a Jimi Hendrix or a right. Jimmy Page, but he's brilliant. He never went for the flashy thing, but um, we've isolated a few of his solos and some of his, and when you see, you know, video of the Heartbreakers in, in concert uh, and you see, you know, well, Tom will come in with the rhythm part and then. Michael come in with this augmentation that just totally makes the song um, and ty- you know like we were talking about running down a dream yesterday or the day before I mean it's amazing he's like a, like a
0: Nils Lofgren you know what I mean who's a great guitar player but understated yes. and, and and plays great stuff although even more so because he composes all this music as well too uh, but there there are those guys who are considered amongst the musicians to be some of the greats even though they're not showing all this technical skill and really flashy, they're playing what the music calls for, which is a, gives incredible skill. What the music calls for, playing that, and being sure that you're choosing the right things and playing it the right way is an, is an amazing gift.
14: How would you um, uh, put uh, Alex Lifeson into that uh, guitar category? Oh, man. Uh, he's incredible because of the role he plays in a
0: three-piece band and making that band say as, as big as they said. But he can also shred but uh, but he never um, uh, he he also had a, a soulful side to him in playing uh, as opposed to Getty and and Alex's more technical side of things. So but he's he's one of the tops in in my opinion and. Incredibly
14: influential as right. well, so but um, not super flashy either. Right, Again, right. Well, what about Mike McCready? Nick, would you say?
5: Oh well, McCready is like kind of like a blues uh, rock guitarist. You know, like he, his heroes were uh, the guys in Kiss and right. uh, you know, he uh, cheap tricks. So. Uh, it's interesting when um, musicians that you love turn you on to other musicians, and so um, I, McCready is very different in Pearl Jam than Stone Gossard is. Stone Gossard Goster, is kind of like rhythm lead guitar, and McCready is more bluesy and, and plays with riffs and uh, along those lines. So, um, but all of these guys or often admire one another. And so when you hear, when you talk to somebody yeah. like Mike Cam- Campbell it'll, later today, you'll you'll find out who
14: he likes and, and who right. he, he wants to pay attention to. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's fascinating. And, I mean, and the other things he's written for other people, as we talked about, I think, yesterday uh, for Don Henley, uh, not only Boys of Summer, um, but uh, The Heart of the Matter. I wow. mean, some of these great songs. It's just know, a and, masterpiece. And, I mean, it's so amazing. So, I mean... Uh, we maybe have a half an hour with him or so, so uh, we will do the best we can with that. I mean, there's no way you can cover this this amazing work, but uh, I and he sings. This is the first time we've heard him sing. He sings somewhat uh, eerily similar to Tom Petty, mm. but yet uh, different. Uh, but he—it's w- a four-piece band, including uh, Mike Campbell, and uh, it will be World Cafe tonight. You'll have to show
0: him uh, Tom's recipe in our kitchen <laughs> wow. for boiling gator water. I forgot about uh, that. When Thank when you. you when he's in here, make sure you point that out That's to him. That's great. Yeah, excellent. All right, uh, letter of the day.
1: Yes. yes, here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter.
0: All right, and the Preston and Steve shows brought to you today by the letter E, as in. Early. All right. Uh-huh. And tomorrow morning, we'll have one more letter, and we'll give away this Word of the Week prize four-pack of tickets. And they're in the pit to see the Black Keys and also an autographed drumhead. MMR rocks the Black Keys Saturday, July 30th at the Waterfront Music Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Complete details at WMMR.com, including the video of their new song, Wild child. Anything else you want to hit on the
14: program today? Uh, Well, uh, you know, it is that day, that green day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, I've got a green watch, but I forgot to put it on. Ah. But um, (laughs) I have it in my bag, though. All right. Uh, So I'll put it on. We'll take your word for it. And I have some green in my Chuck Taylors today. So uh, we'll have uh, St. Patty's block of uh, Irish uh, artists. We'll have the Dropkick Murphys. We'll have U2 uh, in the workforce blocks. And we've got Sublime and Rome and Incubus tickets uh, for the Camden. show August 5th and Mike Campbell at 3 o'clock. I'm going to go a little bit into Jackson's time. Very nice. So it'll be fun. Alright, thank you, Pierre. And I want to thank our
0: sponsors as well. Brought to you by Sequoia Outback, celebrating 25 years making backyards beautiful all over the Delaware Valley. DeckSupplies.com. Also brought to you by Acme Markets. You can get your free flu shot or COVID-19 booster at their pharmacy. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. And Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve show. Uh, tomorrow, rounding out the week, wow, great guest, Don L. Rawlings. Yeah, he's great. Will be joining us. Where's Don He's Helium. Okay, he'll be at Helium. Uh, so we'll spend some time with him. It will be a No Sad Bro Friday. Oh, so anything goes. Today's, we're, we're not. It's pre-Friday. It's not
3: really Thursday. Yeah, it's
0: yeah, pre-Friday. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day. And we'll see you later, game. Bye-bye. Preston and
2: Steve. All
7: Bing,
14: dang. Do, do, you did